0: And we're back on another episode of Think On That. This is the Everything In Anything Podcast. I'm Matt Goody. Country boy Alex. And we got Mr. Mike MZ's back in the house. How's it going? Woo-hoo. Welcome How's back. How's it going? Man.
1: Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be back. It
0: was awesome to have you the last time. We're really good to have you back. Keeping it more casual this time. Yeah. <laughs> Keeping it way more casual. But there is one thing we did say that we were going to talk about. In the yes. last episode... Uh, I was listening back to it. And I was like, I, I want to make sure we like live up to our promises, you know? And I remember we were talking about dark matter and dark mm, energy. Yeah. And then I said, in like one of my random little freaking bubbles, <laughs> I was like, oh, what if there's like another universe layered in- into this universe and they're both coexisting on top of each other? because you were saying parallel universes yeah is the dimension, par- yeah maybe? is that is that what it's called parallel universe, parallel universe yeah yeah because there's I a multiverse that's... the multiverse is like multiple universes existing at once in like a you know but then parallel oh. universe is like it's inter no parallel would universe. that be considered
2: like... another dimension i mean
0: parallel,
1: parallel universe is just i think another way to say multiverse what did you say
2: that was uh, a really good is way. it would you can you also consider it another dimension
1: um I yeah i mean uh, people often use the word dimension to yeah. to i think refer to another universe mm-hmm. or something when physicists say or mathematicians say dimension what we really mean is an extra coordinate of right space and time right yeah. so right. we live in four-dimensional space time the three dimensions of space we're all familiar with yeah you know forward backward side to side up and down yeah right and Einstein taught us that time was the fourth dimension. And so, four dimensions. Now, if you want to say, wh- are there other dimensions? Six, seven, eight, nine, ten yes. dimensions. Then that's where uh, well, things talking. like string theory live in ten dimensions. Or maybe in, in 26, if you don't like matter particles, we could talk about that more. See, um, there's something
0: yeah. to this, though. Like, this, this the fourth dimension, at least, time. Yeah. It was in uh, interstellar.
1: Yeah, I think it, it, when when he goes the into very the black end, hole, right? Yeah, when he yeah, d- exactly. yeah, I think that was, if I remember correctly, um, that was the fifth dimension. That would have been the fifth, yeah. That was Ooh, the fifth dimension. Yeah. And I think, I think the idea was, again, I haven't watched the movie in a long time, but some alien civilization yes. had access to inside the black hole and sort of built this thing that lives in five dimensions. And that's where... That's where he was. And, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, he was able to, like,
0: send codes and stuff yeah, more. It was, story, it's you know? a great film. Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. See, that stuff is, now I'm thinking, because the way you're describing, like, dark energy <laughs> and dark matter, I'm like, yeah. what if that's the stuff of these, these universes or this yeah. part of the, I don't know, the fourth and fifth dimension? You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, of course, we we don't know what these things are. We know what effects they have on objects in the universe and on the universe as a whole, right? Um, but we have no idea what they are. And um, th- could they be related to um, to extra dimensions? Maybe. Uh, I, as far as I know, there's really not no ideas like that yet. Mm. Um, well, yeah, you could say string theory maybe, uh is is kind of related to that but uh as far as i know um uh, nobody other than the string some string theorists are are working on that
0: so i i have an interesting question then for you and yeah. it's, it follows this line and it kind of takes spirituality and it kind of fuses it with this string theory okay what if like you, you ever hear about people with like heightened spiritual consciousness and stuff like that yeah you know what i mean what if they're connecting to a consciousness that exists? You know, that's life in these fourth and fifth dimensions.
1: Yeah, um, it could be. It could be. Uh, uh, the uh, yeah. I mean, physicists again like to stick to kind of the 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 world as we see it, but right. but um, it could very well be that there might exist some higher consciousness that that we can only access through extra dimensions. If even if, if extra dimensions are exist, we don't know if they, if, if there are any dimensions beyond the four that we, that we can see, Mm -hmm. uh, and experience. Um, uh, and, and of course some people who maybe like to take psychedelics say that we're accessing some new thing that, that we, we can't access without being on the, on the substance. Mm -hmm. Uh, these are all great ideas, uh, but but as far as the scientists go, we don't spend too much time on <laughs> well,
2: these. Well, think about If someone's testimony of their, you know, DMT is a pretty famous, yeah, drug for people saying that they, you know, entered another dimension and another, yeah. you know, reality. You can say right. Um, yeah, and DM- where's and, and, the it, proof? Or like it, it's just like it, that's where I I think science has a tough. Time connecting those.
1: Yeah, I mean, right? uh, as far as I know, the DMT stuff or or, or the psilocybin stuff yeah. uh, is really only um, verbal testimonies, right? People yeah. experience right. these things, and right. it feels very real to them, and and therefore they they might say that it, that it is real, and we can only access it through these there, substances. There's a lot of
0: scientific research behind uh, it nowadays. Well, <laughs> the yeah, there there's been throwing. some
1: there's been some great work on psilocybin done particularly within the medical field i'm yeah. not sure about the uh, any work done on like sort of the theories about accessing higher spirituality or anything
2: right. yeah, um the but monks, it, the monks fuck around with it to figure that out <laughs> yeah 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 well there's another theory that that people over time over the last thousands of years have used psychedelics to yeah. evolve yeah Where we're at now it's like
1: the stoned ape hypothesis yeah. i think that's exactly right yes, yeah. it's done yeah. yes, there's yeah.
2: um
0: oh, i bought a book i haven't gotten a chance to read yet but it talks about um yeah. Christ and the Mushroom and they're basically like yeah yeah you know? yeah What's so that it, called again oh my god I, I think it that is, banned is it, that book some, I think it is Christ and I think Christ it is
1: either I'm Christianity god. in the Mushroom or Christ and the Mushroom something
2: oh, like god. that I've heard list. of it though yeah. I have a picture um, of my book you just got that a few weeks ago yeah. but you never started it I got it.
0: it here hold on let me see was
2: that the one that was banned or was that another that's another book I didn't
0: the, sacred, the Sacred Mushroom the sacred and the Cross by John M. Allegro
2: okay yeah
1: John M. yeah that's right that's right I've heard of that
0: I haven't got the I had a whole stack of books, man. A whole stack.
1: Yeah, that's a fascinating idea. Uh I think Christianity itself is very fascinating. Uh all religions are fascinating, really. Yeah. These are yeah. these are attempts. These are attempts to try and say things about the sort of things that you know <coughs> <Yeah>. we've mentioned, <laughs> higher spirituality and, you know, and is, is there anything beyond the the material physical uh realm and and they're very interesting. Very right. interesting. Man, well yeah. what
2: we've had on um our friend is a medium. Uh Matt's known since high school. I've known him for years as well. Mm. Phil, you know Phil. him actually. Phil. Yeah. Uh,
1: B- yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, B-P. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he was on that's he was, right. That's uh, right. I remember the podcast he was telling us, you know, some of his experiences when he was younger and everything like that. So it's you know at the end of the day, yeah, there I think there's people that can access things like that. You know, that's maybe more connected to spirituality, right? That's another sector, but...
1: Yeah, I know. mean, I know I've heard of people who can, uh, quote-unquote, talk to dead people. Um, yeah. It's interesting, um, but I think it f- doesn't fall within the realm of science. No. It's something else. Right. And, of course, that's something else, not to discredit it or anything, like, it's just something else. and oh, yeah. And, you know, it could be true or it could be not true i'm not sure uh yeah
0: yeah <laughs> yeah do you, the thing, do you have uh, any experience with that or do you know anybody that's that's like that or knows people that are like that
1: yeah my mom knows somebody like that actually yeah uh and she tells me some pretty crazy stories and stories almost that this woman that she knows says things about my dead grandparents or something that that she really couldn't know yeah right? And that's yeah. the crazy part. And yeah. that's the part that I don't know what to do with as a scientist. So I just leave it. I say, okay. How does it that affect you
0: personally, though? Um, personally? Yeah.
1: I would say, to to be honest, I don't spend too much time thinking about it. Yeah, Um entertain it. Um, physics is, you know, <laughs> Is time is, is, is <laughs> consuming, but it's also like, Really interesting in in itself. In yeah, itself, right? right? So um, that's a burning I'm, I, passion, I'm, man. That's I would cool. say I would say I'm still <clears throat> interested in learning more. Yeah. Um, I just haven't had the chance to meet this woman or meet anybody else like her. And
0: so you don't have like a personal experience per
2: se. Like you've never yeah. seen it happen,
0: and like
1: no, I've never seen it. I've only right. heard what I hear from others who have.
2: Do you think being you know being a scientist and having like that mind like your, you know like yourself i mean do you, do you think you naturally just don't you veer away from those things and don't really entertain them because you know the because proof that, exactly. aspect of it is exactly and, and for you to now actually exactly prove that, that exactly. that's a reality like you do in science right yeah yeah is not there um or very difficult
1: i would say i would say Yes, to a certain extent, but if you were to ask me this question, I don't know, th- three or four years ago, I would yeah. say absolutely yes. Yeah. Since then, I've been thinking about th- these sorts of things a lot, yeah. and I have kind of, I would say, convinced myself of a better argument than this is everything that there is to reality, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Everything that we can touch, everything that we, that we can see, of course. Right that um, we we know that that isn't really the case because we can turn on detectors and see things with the detectors that we can't see with our ordinary experience, mm-hmm. such as neutrinos. I think we talked about that last yeah, time.
0: Yeah. Uh, Even different spectrums of light, like UV and stuff, you can't see anything. Uh, right, exactly,
1: exactly. <clears throat> I mean, we can sort of feel infrared because it's warm, um, manifests as heat. But yeah, so I think I have gone to gone from a materialist perspective to just saying, I'm not sure I don't know um, maybe one day we'll figure out a way to directly access these things, but until then <coughs> I'm just not sure right. I'm just not sure It's yeah.
0: interesting to hear a scientist, somebody yeah. who's basically dedicated his life to seeking answers. Yeah. Is okay existing in a place of, I don't need an answer right now.
1: Well, that's the whole point of, yeah. of I, I think people when people think of science, when people learn science in school, they think it's um, just some set of facts that we've discovered about the world. Right. And of course, that it, it is to a certain extent, right? We know we figured out a lot about the world over the last 400 plus years. Through the methods and tools of science,
0: exponentially in the
1: last Uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy, (laughs) Uh, and it's so cool too. Um, But yeah, I mean, we don't know everything, and there's questions that we are working on, and we simply don't have the answer to. And so, as a scientist, as a practicing scientist, you kind of have to be okay with living between the boundary of the known and the unknown, right? Mm, right. So if you talk to scientists, you know, they don't know everything, and and that's why we do research, right, to figure things out. So we are kind of comfortable with with not knowing everything there is.
0: So, okay, question for you then, in terms of what you determine to research and what you don't. Obviously, it's going to be based on funding. Like, you're going to have to stick to something for a while. But how long is a while for you? Like, if you find that you're not getting any headway, and Mm -hmm. you're talking years of accumulating, how long are you willing to, like, focus on something, one thing, Yeah. before you go, okay, I'm, I'm going to try something else. Well, look,
1: I've only um, started doing research very recently, mm. you know, in my, in, in my scientific career. Mm-hmm. Um, so a very a more experienced researcher would probably have a different answer or, or, or a more uh, well-developed answer to this question. Um, but I would say... <laughs> to some extent as long as it interests me yeah, right there's so much answer. the thing about the thing about specifically my field and i would say basically any field of academia is that there's so much literature out there yeah. people are working on vastly different things even within the realm of what you would call physics or what you would call science or anything else
3: and competing literature too
1: exactly competing literature exactly right. yeah. and so and so i'm interested in a very narrow uh, direction that people have been working on within the last decade or so, or two decades. Um, and I might read something next week that is maybe something a little different that piques my interest a lot, and then yeah. I might go in that direction and see what people have been writing about, what people have been doing in that direction. And then I might read something else, and that right. piques my interest, right? So it's kind of this... That's a good way to approach and, it. Though. And the the thing specifically about theoretical physics is I guess the the trick to being a good one, I guess, is to pick questions that you can, to solve, that you can solve. Yeah. Don't try to be a hero. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, you do have to kind of, I know we, we tend to look at figures like Einstein and somebody called Dirac and, and, you know, Newton, and they made these incredible contributions just on their own. But for the majority, the vast majority of uh, scientists and physicists, let's say with, with over, uh, over history, made very small steps in their work. And over time, those small steps have built up to what we now know about, about the universe. Right? Yeah, right. Um, yeah. So hmm.
2: this might be a, ge- a generalized question, just in terms of how you source your information and how you derive something as like a factor or more basically bullshit. But yeah. how, like where do you go? Like in terms of now you want to research something and, like I said, it could be general. This could be yeah. With anything. Yeah. Where are some places you go to source information?
1: Uh, do you mean just information about uh, like news? Yeah, news. That sort it of could thing. Be
2: science? Well, it's not, well, I don't so want th- to go down the science. Road, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Know, but in general, because there's a lot of bullshit on information out there. Yeah. Uh, tied so, so I'll media. say I'll
1: say one one thing about. The academic and work, and one thing about the non-academic work. Right. So the academic work, yeah, we go to scientific journals. Right. We go. We go to uh, scholarly sources. Scholarly sources. This uh, <laughs> beautiful um, uh, website database called the Archive. This, these are these are researchers who do research and then publish their work on the Archive before they publish in a journal that right. way people can read what they uh, have read, critique it, maybe get back to them and say, Beautiful. well, I don't understand this. And then they can change it before public publishing in, in, in an actual academic journal. Right. So on the science and academic side, that's where you usually go okay. on the non-academic side. Of course, it is very difficult now in, in today's age with all of the just um, cascade of information that's, Thrown at you by by everybody, every news source. Every, you know, right. you go on, uh, on your phone and you can see basically uh, people writing about a claim, and some people write and, and say, "Well, this came as fact," and other people write, "No, it's not." And and it's just incredibly difficult to find truth in today's world with all this information. Right. What do I personally do? I would say, I would, I have sources that I trust more than other sources. Yeah. But I always, you know, when I go to those trusted sources and I see what they say about a certain issue or topic, uh, I take what they say and then I might go to, you know, a source that I might disagree with on some things and see what they're mm-hmm. saying and mm-hmm. just cr- kind of see what the different perspectives on a certain issue is and right. try to, as best i can look at the data and what data has been collected what what, what evidence uh, is there for this thing that's being talked about and i try to come up with uh my <laughs> viewpoint like that hmm.
0: no i'm processing right now
3: yeah <laughs> yeah but
1: it's but it is incredibly uh difficult and and to some extent it it requires It requires work on the person who wants to learn more about That's the hard part, yeah. And I feel like maybe not many people want to go through the work because they have day jobs and families to take care of, and it's difficult.
0: It is. And everybody's so busy nowadays, it, it is difficult to sit down and do the research. That's why I think a lot of people are really hungry for a trusted source. I mean, there's always been people like that. There's always been people who have just been like, tell me, in layman's terms, what I need to know yeah and there's always been people who've told them but there's always been people who have tried to yeah yeah I think I, I
1: think to to a large degree, look we spend the vast majority of our first twenty to twenty two years or eighteen if you don't go to to university or college uh, in a classroom being told what the facts are and mm, right. and to to a large extent that uh is a good thing because people need to understand basic facts yeah, about the world and need knowledge. to, right. You know, and, and, but the key point is that when they're a good teacher teaching his or her students, um, needs to show their students the evidence, right? If I'm teaching, you know, subject on history, for example. Yes, what is the evidence that this sort of thing happened? And right. and they should be they should encourage questioning of different things. And
0: it's interesting sh- you saying exactly this because yeah. I, as a kid who had ADHD growing up, I that was my thought always. They would say something, and that was it. And I would be like, "Why?" And then I would be exactly. I would be ridiculed for not paying attention. I'm like, why? Exactly. Like, what the fuck
2: are you talking about? <laughs> Jesus wasn't white. <laughs> yeah, you got to think that maybe kids that aren't processing it. I mean, there's kids that are processing things instantly, where it's okay. That's fact. It's it's in your brain now. That's it. Move on to the next topic. Yeah. And there's some people that I think just sit back and it's like, well, you know, you can tell me all you want. Show me. Fucking let yeah. me do it. Let me do. And the it depends on the, yeah. yeah. And that's why I think today, like, social media is so dangerous because. And even when I was asking you back about where do you source your information, I think it really, I think these days you can kind of almost pick what reality you want to live in. So if you, if there's a topic, let's say you punch it in, in Google, the way you word it in Google is, is the result you're going to get yeah. back. Yeah. You've been saying so this it, for a long time. And I have, I yeah. have, I, I, honestly, I feel very strong about it because yeah. you can be, you can be Googling one topic and the and you word it two completely different ways, you're going to get articles based on your completely on your result. changes so the results. So then, just based off of that, it's like you're just kind of picking and choosing what you want your to narrative, in. yeah, your narrative. What yeah. if, like, it, it, there in the, the, the that earth. happens in academia too,
0: though. No,
1: well, uh, in academia there there does tend to be um, a lot of groupthink. Look, yeah. uh, we're, we're, we're you know specifically in my field. Uh, String theory has dominated the world of fundamental uh, physics for the last 60 to 70 years. Right, right. Um, and there's been other ideas, but, but generally speaking, look, there's, a whole, there, there's also a whole um, you know, political and social aspect of for academia sure. as well, right? So for example, if I come up with uh, an idea on my own, and there's not a lot of work being done on it. Is that going to get uh, me funding? Is that going to get me a job after I graduate with with my PhD? Yeah. Right. So, so I think a lot of researchers do tend to stay within the lines of what's being been sort of worked Where on within is. you know the last uh, decade or so. And mm-hmm. because th- because with, if if they don't do that, if they veer out, outside the lines too much, yeah. they won't uh, secure a job. And look, the job market in academia is already terrible uh not a lot of uh, of academic jobs out there But a lot
0: of academic a lot of academics a lot of academics exactly cow exactly uh
1: so yeah it's interesting to think about the social aspect of academia right Right. yeah yeah and so i was going to say there's a reason why just building off what alex said there's there's a reason why uh people who believe the earth is flat yeah. also tend to believe a whole wide array of conspiracy right. theories. Exactly. Now, the key point is that that you know I think the word conspiracy has a lot of baggage associated with it, right? Yeah. yeah. And and I do think look, the majority or maybe not even the majority, certainly certainly a lot of conspiracies are kind of ridiculous. The right. earth is not flat, for example, right. but I think throughout history, there have been conspiracies Many that have been um, proven t- t- to be true. Yeah, And people have to, and, th- and this is where the whole idea of you have to look for the evidence and as best you can.
0: Speaking of evidence. Yes. What are your thoughts, good sir, if you would be so kind. Of just course. To share of course. Us, about... The United States Congress hearings <laughs> on UFOs, UAPs, UAPs—I think they're now called. Yeah, um,
1: I have I have only um, seen a few clips of. I think his name was David Grush. Yes, who was right. testifying and the whistleblower. He said some some really interesting things, um, specifically about non—what
0: it? Non-human, Non-or- yeah, non-human biologics. Biologics yeah. now. Now that
1: could mean anything that isn't human. It could be a dog. It could be something. Right. It could be genuinely uh, something not from this world. My take on it, I think, is um, there needs to be. There's there, there's been a whole bunch of stories that people have uh, talked about. David Grush, or you have uh, Bob Lazar, Bob Lazar, oh, yeah. and David Fravor yeah. with mm-hmm. you know seeing the Tic Tac and from from his. Uh, David Fravor is uh, also on the panel from his jet? testimony. Oh, was he? I didn't. I didn't scan. know. I didn't know. Yeah. Um, so I think these, sto- and of course, look. The point is that these stories are not coming from just anybody. They're coming from highly qualified yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, people who actually, yes. you know, know what things, how things are. You know, mm-hmm. with uh, you know, uh, aerodynamics or uh, airplanes or something.
0: Uh, and they had the appropriate uh, clearances uh, as well. Exactly, exactly. Like, they were. That, I, I don't know yeah. if you've watched any clips about it. Like I've watched I, very little. Very. Yeah. I recommend sitting yeah, through yeah, it. It's, exactly. it's like I think it was. It exactly. Took me about two hours. two hours. If you can so find the time, was, just okay. break, break it up. But it's yeah. worth it to sit through. It is you. Your jaw will be on the floor.
1: I mean, it's it's it, it it's crazy. Um, so I would say uh, these stories are amazing and really interesting, and I think. I think if there is something that the U.S. government or any government has, uh, like, I don't know, a piece of metal or something from one of these crafts. um, They have whole crafts, man. Function crafts. Well, the only thing that I would say is, if this was true, it's Mm -hmm. very surprising to me as far as I know. Look, we just, the movie Oppenheimer just came out. We know that sometimes governments get scientists to work on very secretive projects yeah. Yeah. Um, but as far as I know there are no physicists there's no this is
0: the thing nobody
1: in the academic world why physicists are going to and looking at these things, or the, but doing experiments,
0: this just who needs rug, to be looking at. exactly, and like this exactly. is my my big question to you is: It's like, how much credence do you give this stuff? If you, as a theoretical physicist, taking it seriously and, right. and like willing to look at whatever evidence is there right. under your microscope, right? right. Like, right. how much credence do you give it? Like, what do you need in order to say, okay, I would pursue researching this and genuinely researching this?
1: Well, I would need, uh, for me, um, well. Of course, on the theory side, it would be very interesting because right. if these things are real, that means um, basically that there is a theory beyond Einstein's theory of relativity. And that will catapult because, your, your whole field. Exactly, because, of course, these entities, these aliens would have had to traverse great distances of the universe to, to get here. And that means they... Within biological most, Exactly, they yeah. most likely... Uh, have a theory where that allows them to do that. That allows them to go beyond the speed of light. That's on the theory side on the experimental side. What would I need? I would need to actually see the crafts and, and answer questions like, what are these made out of? Uh, How are they constructed? Are they, you know, what are, what are the propulsion systems that, that they're using? Because some of these stories that we hear, people are saying like David Fravor, um, the propulsion, the propulsion systems, are not anything like we have in in modern in, military in, 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 capacity. In, in, exactly which, you know, the height of technology. Exactly, right? exactly, yeah. uh, or even within the realm of, our, of the known laws of physics. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I would answer question. I would want to see evidence of that. Um, until that, it's very interesting. And and let me say this also. I do I do sometimes feel like, um, specifically. Scientists and physicists sometimes brush this topic away yeah, big too time. quickly. Right. Big time. Um, there's a lot of really interesting stuff going on. And I think more academics ought to think about these things, get engaged with mm-hmm. the government. Again, if the government allows them, right? The, the, we we the don't know.
0: The 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 loudest voices in this community, and like guys like Joe Joe Rogan, have done an amazing job in like broadcasting them. Yeah, these people are scientists. Yeah. that have just said, you know what? I've chosen to research this, apply the scientific method to this. Yeah. So I'm now saying, okay, well, why are they all like outcasted from the exactly. academic community? Exactly. These are exactly. like peers. No. I exactly. Mean, these people have been trained the same way they've done the same experiments they've gone through and now they're applying the same sacred scientific method
2: that you say mu- it must be scrutinized by and they're doing it and mm-hmm. you're like nope <laughs> but th- that, that that's what kind of blew me and matt's mind when this first came out we freaked out about it me me and matt did when we heard about it and we yeah. were, were watching the videos and Fucking the clips and everything man <laughs> we thought it was a huge deal and then we realized that other people heard about it but it was kind it was just like people were kind of brushing it off and it's like this isn't some t- this wasn't some tiktok or some mm-hmm, instagram yeah. post by some conspiracy theorist or even by joe rogan this is the, or, the, United, this the empire is the of the day yeah. it, remember, remember I was mentioning where do you go to source information this is supposed to be the top most trusted source not everybody does trust it yeah not anymore <laughs> no. this is the most quote official source of information you can receive. You know exactly, you exactly, yeah. exactly. So that's why we we lost it when we heard them actually say that. Exactly. Let's keep something in mind too. They also did broadcast it, so they wanted everyone to see it. Yeah. If they wanted it to be hush hush, they wouldn't have recorded it. They wouldn't have released it to the public. They would have had that meeting privately. It would have all been de- exactly. classified. So yeah. they want people they want these to know exactly. what we yes. were dying to know within the first. It was with the you know first couple of weeks was okay. Well, are they just good, are they not going to release any evidence, any pictures, any more information about yeah. it or are they just going to kind of say this and then let us let us all sit back and wait Yeah, like are we going to wait now yeah. right because that's how we feel it's like okay well you release that information now people want to see it we want to see some evidence like yeah, let's get evidence. into it a little bit and, that's, and then that's what I then, want I want the evidence to is, out, and I want yeah.
0: guys like you to now look at it right we're, yeah well of course like I don't think yeah I don't like think Cambridge I, uh,
1: yeah kind of exactly I don't think it would be me no, uh, yeah, or anybody <laughs> Like, like, no. I mean, I say that as a th- as a theorist, right? Yeah. It would be it would be um, more so like material scientists, yeah. experimentalists. Right. Yeah. Um, the only time a theorist would want to look at it is, like I said, to if we had access to these alien civilizations or alien people or whatever, uh, they could tell us. Or I say tell us as if they speak English, but you know, <laughs> kind of. Uh, we could learn something about, about the theories and the theoretical aspect of it. Now, I do want to also point out that, look, so on the one side, it's very interesting, mm-hmm. and it's worth thinking about, and it's right. I think it's worth pursuing. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, we know so many times throughout history and throughout the United States history where the United States has... has uh, Clearly lied about things. So the question is, is this a PSYOP? Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Um, Is this that um, was
2: that was our main question. This is this is where the conspiracy enters the room. That was our main question. I I think that we kinda left off with was after that first podcast after that after the release. Yeah. Was, you know, do you trust your government? Yeah. Because that's really what it comes down to. They're saying this, they've released it. Do you trust it? It's it's a yes or no, right? And I
1: think the point is that is you know, some people do, some people don't. Right. The thing again, the thing Some to ask don't is know. Me? the thing yeah exactly, <laughs> we just don't know don't exactly know. Don't The thing know. to ask is, you know we, we, we need scientists working on it, and if it's really real, we need uh, the people in the government to you know, maybe they don't have to broadcast it to the whole world,, yeah. but get these people in right. uh, to learn about what these things are if they're really, uh, if they're really there.
2: They have their own scientists working on. It, I'm sure, like through yeah. all these years. What? When was the first? Like it's been, it's been a, like a, dozens of years now that they've had, they've they, withheld information. So, so they've now had scientists. The
0: standing idea right? is that these these sightings, these UFO sightings, ramped up right at once we entered the nuclear era. That's what they're saying. What was it in the in the No, sorry, no, it was early 50s. Uh, well, yeah. 40s, yeah. yeah, yeah. So right, yeah. so we entered, and like it. I mean, that makes sense. Because if you, as a scientist, right, were in a spacecraft and you were looking at a little planet of monkeys that were smart enough to fucking make machines, which is pretty cool, right, mm-hmm. and they can, you know, they can, they can transform the world to their will, so to speak, right, or at least to some degree, yeah. Yeah. wouldn't you want to fucking go and study those <laughs> fucking little things? It'd be like, the, imagine seeing ants, well, fucking, fuck them, look at real ants, have you seen some of the fucking ants, do you see the one I found in Brazil, literally like last week?
1: No, they I didn't know. They found this what fucking
0: this? anthill that's literally like three times the size of New York City. What? Really? Yeah, man. I didn't like, know. And like geographical, like relative yeah. to us. Yeah. Like, to think about the fucking size of that. Like that is a, f- imagine you're a scientist. You would want to go and sit there and watch that. You'd watch that all fucking day. That's crazy. If you were a scientist yeah. in the sky, an alien, right? You would, once these fucking monkeys started blowing up cities, you'd be like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm looking.
2: That's but, the thing, Matthew, but what if they're not from space? The, from, there you what go. What if, if you under, under the, the ground, ground and <laughs> then you the felt a boom? <laughs> <Under the laughs> air. Like, what are the inner f- people? What do they call them? The inner people, <laughs> the inner Earth, people. the inner Earth people, <laughs> <laughs> the cave yeah. people. Whatever some you fucking call Lord it. of the Rings shit, man. Well, yeah. like you said, the, these discoveries came up around like the nuclear time. So what if these explosions? Well, know, it's a theory. Whatever you know, woke up people that are <laughs> yeah, you know because man. they're okay. So They've detonated them underground. You have detonated them underwater. There's been official testimonies that some of these. Um, some of these UFOs have been floating above water and then have just gone straight down into water. Yeah, I think I've yes. heard a few of those. And yeah. the ocean we know has only been discovered so much. It, yeah. It's... it's Right? That's true. So there's also a theory that, that maybe they're not from outer space, yeah. from our galaxy, from wherever else. Maybe they've been here, mm-hmm. right? Underground, in the ocean. In the ocean is actually probably the most... Pro- that's the most, to me, that's the most realistic place. The ocean, the ocean I only see
0: being the ocean because there's, there's layers to the crust of the earth. Right. There's yeah, layers yeah, to yeah. it. And look at fucking oil. Okay. Like people, I don't think people can fully understand what it must look like down there in these seemingly bottomless pits of oil. There are oceans yeah, under yeah, the fucking yeah. earth. Like, of oil. There are oceans. They're saying most, most, I think it's only like 3% of the fresh water on Earth is on the surface in lakes and Mm. shit. Mm. 3%. That's crazy. And then it's only like 20% of it that's locked up in ice. Yeah,
1: that's wild. That's wild.
0: So where the fuck is the rest of it? And they say it's under the fucking ground.
1: Well, yeah, we know. And and of course, we only know, uh, what is it, like 5% of... Of the ocean, right, yeah, on Earth. yeah, and that's so right. there's so much more to discover, yeah. Um, but just, 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 just uh, uh, again on the alien side, there are actually, you know, uh, um, telescopes and stuff, and places where they're dedicated uh, to trying to find alien life. So, yeah. so an example is something called SETI, uh, yeah, right. where they're looking for signals from alien, uh, alien civilizations, and so I feel like if there were, let's say, let's, let's let's take take the aliens out of the ocean for a minute yeah. and put them uh, up in the space. Up into space. <laughs> um, perhaps they might have s- seen this and tried to uh, contact us through through that. The point is, I think it's, it, it, I, I don't want to be like <clears throat> that guy who says, "Oh, look for the evidence all the time and sort of like crush right. everybody's hopes and stuff." But but it, it is interesting. That's the point. It's very interesting. We should pursue, we should look at through uh, discover more about the ocean, mm. discover more about the universe, yeah, uh, and if the governments have something like this they should they should make it known to the people that need to know
2: mm-hmm. that's that's what is driving a lot of people crazy, including me and Matt, is you've released this information, now you've just left it yeah. yeah so now you're turned you're us just, on you're and in, walked in, away you that's are that's inviting is. <laughs> the conspiracy theorists <laughs> yeah into your home <laughs> i think that's yeah. what
0: they want though that's part of the seeding the disinformation that's part of it 100 because you now at the propaganda machine mm. we've seen this happen we've seen states use this before mm. like look at the nazi the nazi empire this is exactly the kind of thing that if you, basically aliens are are the jews that's basically what it is. Like, this preposterous character that everybody can look at and blame for our problems, or we can... You know what I mean? Like, I don't know put, if
1: anybody's blaming the aliens for problems. But, uh, well, yeah. well,
0: if basically... Or not blaming yeah, them, yeah, putting yeah. the burden no, on no, them. No, no, I know. But, oh, I you know, can come yeah. here and fix us. Like, yeah. you know, show us how to get out of our terrible Well, ways. let's not
1: even look at the Nazis. Let's, let's look at uh, America themselves during World yeah, War II. Yeah, there was man. a battle, I think. I think the Nazis had invaded uh, France or something. And... The United States government wanted to, uh, I think, go in there, and to fool the Nazis, they created fake tanks, fake airplanes yeah. to drop fake soldiers. The Folly War. Uh, <laughs> everything was fake yeah. to, to you know um, get the Nazis to move into that, that area of France. So we know that the United States government is capable mm-hmm. of producing fabricated things— uh, fabricated stories, fabricated. You know, so a, so that right? effort so. wasn't
0: just the United States too. Remember, that was also Canada. That was Britain. Yep, yep. So all of these governments that make up the "quote unquote" Western world, right? They all. I think want it was called ex- Operation
1: Foxtrot. Right. I could be wrong about that. Uh, I don't remember. I but, could be wrong.
0: About um, what's it called? What's his name? Um, General General Patton. That yeah. was his punishment: was to be in command of. that. Oh really? I don't <laughs> yeah. know. I don't know because he punched a soldier in the face. Who had PTSD, oh okay. Yeah. So they were like, what know. the fuck? I want to ask your
2: opinions now on so. No other governments around the world have really released this type of information confirming basically non-biological sure. U- sure. UAPs, right? Yeah. So my question is, what are the chances that only the United States now has released it? And before this, hmm. nobody else has. Is that choreographed? Is that maybe no? But that's not true though,
0: because uh, the Brazilian government the, okay, has released they, stuff. Well, yeah, they did. And, the, there and, was they, that, and yeah. everybody's just like whatever. And wasn't I'm pretty there, sure yeah, the wasn't, Russian government too. There was a big too. sighting in Brazil. Was there a school the in got, Brazil? A whole ass crash. Yeah, yeah. And then it was. There's a, do- there a documentary I think about. There is. Them, yeah. Uh, the, uh, this kids had grown up. Do you and they know talking I'll tell you what the documentary is. I have it as an open tab on my fucking yeah, yeah. Because I want to find it, but it's not on anything. It's hard to find. But you guys know what I mean. I mean, there's.
2: How many governments are around the world, right? And what are the chances that the Americans are the only ones that have this type of information? Is my point. Yeah, um, why hasn't Australia released or moment of contact? Right, they've all basically. My, my theory is okay. They all they all have known. Cool, cool. What, what year was that based in? Uh,
0: it's a series of events in 1996 when 96. citizens wow. of yeah. I'm going to say this wrong. Varinha Varinha Brazil, I think I said it right, yeah, reported seeing one or more strange creatures and a uFO crash and then I remember hearing the story um there was I can't remember who it was, James Fox, it might have been James Fox talking directly about it, and he was saying during the research there were there was a cop that that saw the being because it was a crash and tried to save it, so it picked it up and then Whatever, took it to the hospital or wherever it took it. And then he ended up getting so sick with a biological infection that they had no idea what to do didn't with they to treat it. They yeah. you didn't know. Yeah. So think about that and then apply it to colonization. Apply it to Christopher Columbus and the Native Americans. Think about that, right? Think about introducing bacteria that your body's just not used to, but it's bacteria that exists in the biologic, which means this thing comes from a different ecosystem, man. Right? Mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. And this is in 1996. The world was globalized by then. Yeah. So what it's is it? It's yeah. fascinating. It's uh, fascinating.
1: Yeah.
3: Um
1: I just it, it's it's really cool. All I all I would say is just show show us the evidence. Show us the show yeah. us the evidence. That's it. Right. Mm-hmm. That's all I could say. Right. Um would you but still that? pursue but still pursue it right, right. So. Jam-
0: James Fox is pretty credible like filmmaker yeah. Would, yeah. You, would you sit down and watch that and oh, take yeah. it as evidence oh for sure because there's photographs and everything man
1: for sure I mean I would take it as some form of evidence is it hard scientific evidence I don't think so so what right. what's not a fact
0: what 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 would need to make it a fact for you even would you consider it a fact if you saw it, would, that you perceived it your very self there it is the a physical f- being walks through the door it's not of this planet and it's looking you in the face would you then accept this fact
1: only after i've tested my cognitive state <laughs> uh, oh yeah fair at enough. Th- at that That's moment fair okay um Look. The, the point, point. point is. The point yeah, is. is very- the point is. Uh, maybe we're getting slightly uh, philosophical here. But what is what is a fact? So right. how, how do scientists mm. come up with a thing called a fact? What they normally do, what the scientific method teaches us, is is really. You know, I have a theory. Let's say about the world, um, and my theory makes a prediction. The point of like, the experimentalists is not to prove my theory correct it's to show that it's wrong right yeah and so every experiment that's built to test my theory wants to prove me wrong and only after we've ticked off you know every last option of what this thing could be of what my prediction could be then we would say oh okay it's pointing in this direction and we might call this somewhat of truth now the important thing is also not just one experiment; multiple experiments across the entire world do right. the same sort of experiment, or maybe different setup. To maybe maybe the, the instruments are not working in, in one place that gives you some weird result, and and so a whole wide array array of people do uh, experiments, and only after a lot of hard work do we say, okay, maybe we're in the right direction of of saying this is a, a fact about the world. It's very it's very hard. So when you ask me if if I watch a documentary or if an alien walks in
2: I mean something, that something walks is a in. no but no but it, it's true what he's saying. Okay, like let's say it was fabricated. Let's say the United States government fabricated and created well now, some yeah. sort of like robotic say, non-biological own, yeah, thing that made true. it look like it was an alien. He's implying, like, is that a fact? Just because we're even seeing it with our own yeah. eyes,
0: you, and it's true. It's a, it, that's a good point. Have you have you heard about Pro- Project Bluebeam?
1: Oh, I feel like I have vaguely, but I can't remember. Remind me.
0: Right, Pro- the the I think we talked about it the last time. We it have. was the um <laughs> yeah, it was the whole conspiracy theory that. There's a concerted joint effort now that we've been introduced to aliens by the United States government. There's going to be yeah. like a grand terrorist attack, an alien invasion, like a freaking right. Avengers style. Right, effect. It's a right. fake right. alien invasion. A Thanos. Right? But it's going That's to be. Thanos is coming. Exactly. <laughs> using, using the uh, very capable, available technology today, robotics, drone technology, the yeah. uh, whole lights in the sky thing, right? Or maybe, you know, whatever these secret devices are that the United States government has in Area 51. Maybe they know a lot more about technology. There's programs like DARPA that exist. You know what I mean? So like, boom, they do this simulated thing and we're all freaked out and then the theory says subject ourselves to a one world government. Which, this is not the first time. Which I
1: take it to be the one world government would be a united states one world government or it would be no it would have or to would be, it'd be, it'd
0: be derivative it would of it be, it would have to be. would it be
1: all of the governments of the world sort of coming together i, I, or? I
2: think, I think so that's how it would be idea. centralized somewhere it would be centralized because it, it, it think about it. if they now confirmed and there was let's say an alien invasion or they're confirming right. aliens, whatever now we can't look at every country as we're separated now we have to look at it's a, the world we have to look at the universe a, the galaxy yeah. right So right. now we have to come together as one <laughs> right. the whole world, which is sounds good in a way, but then the conspiracy theorists have kind of you know taken another Sure now come together as one world globalists, it's, well, yeah. globalists It's the, uh, right, it's uh, the carving right. up of Africa that the European powers did.
0: It's the exact same thing, right It's the basically like it's okay in history're oh, we're going right? we're, 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 we're to have a control over this whole thing right we're going to say what is what and whatever sure. so that we can concert our efforts so that we can get all these resources pulled in one area so that we can do whatever we need to do I mean, you
1: see this in the middle east all the time
0: all the time every well, hence every hence generation no. has some asshole that wants to take over the world right it's literally the freaking ultimate story of our hero in all of our fables all of our movies right everybody fucking there's always somebody and in real life we can tell what in the last 300 years there have been at least two of them Napoleon and Hitler that are just like I'm going to take over the whole motherfucking world. Yeah, Stalin's well, in the mix too. I, yeah, I'm not
1: sure. I, I, I'm not sure about Napoleon, but I think Hitler wanted. I, I don't think he had global ambitions. I think he just wanted. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think you, so. You
0: think that after like ten years of being the Führer, you wouldn't develop narcissism? I mean, it's po- yeah, it's possible and that after a long, a long, a uh, long, his best friend uh, was an architect, and they made little toy models yeah. together. They but definitely but, had a. But plan it's true. For the whole was it was his goal to
2: get all the way? Was to control the whole world. He had
0: secret elements of the freaking SS investigating like ancient beings, pyramids, aliens. Uh, yeah. he definitely was thinking beyond the planet, man.
2: I I oh, find yeah. his story very interesting. I love to. I just feel like there's there's definitely a chance that. Uh, Have you okay? Ever- the book that he's written. What was it oh. called? Uh, I mean, Life. yeah. I
1: suppose. I suppose. Yeah. No. I, I right. Yeah. Fair enough. I, I think I was wrong there. I think uh yeah because he was taking over he wanted to take over europe at least so he, he, he was spreading out so there's yeah. a fascinating yeah. show
0: on prime video um it's basically it tells the story of, it's based on a book it tells the story of like what the world might look like in the 1960s if japan and germany won the war world war ii oh. and it is fascinating and they basically show what were very based on very real plans to basically enslave all of Africa, right? Because it's all racial purists, right? And then for North America, you had this, basically the prairies was like this middle ground that was supposed to be called the neutral zone. And then you had the Germans had the entire East Coast and the the Japanese entire West Coast. Makes sense. And then the entire geopolitics of the globe now was just based on the power dynamic, the bilateral power dynamic of Germany and Japan. Two equally matched global empires. And yeah. it's sort of like it's like the United States and the Soviet Union. It was like a deck of a house of cards, just perfectly leaned up on each other, right?
2: Yeah. I mean, that's would you consider that more of a theory?
0: Well, no. Obviously, it's a that would be like a based so on a parallel the, universe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, no, like I know that, it was. Oh, what if? Yeah, right? that's what but if. It's not like but it's. It was, you know, but it But I believe the book was based on like whatever was declassified by that point. Being like, okay, these are the plans that we know of that you know, Hitler had. This was a possible and outcome. these are the yeah. plans that the United States had in the event that, you yeah. know, things went south, right? right? And so based on those two things that they made this story, so it's a very compelling story. It's very for interesting. Sure. Thank God for nukes. Thank God for nukes. <laughs> well, thank God the United States was the one that... Fair enough, to. fair enough. That yeah, sort because of, they were yeah, all was, racing for it. They were all uh, racing for it, joke. including Nazi Germany. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: it's quite interesting. I don't know if you've seen the movie Oppenheimer yet.
0: No, I want to. Yeah, it's very, I was it's to do a very whole cool. Barbieheimer thing, it's, but i the uh,
1: Barbie movie. It's before. a really, it's a really interesting movie, and it just makes you think. Yeah, I mean, of course, back then there was, uh, you know, the threat of Nazis, the threat of you know the Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor, um, and the Nazis wanted to develop the, nu- the nukes first, and yeah. and yeah, uh, this is, I guess, an example of science being used for evil. I suppose. Mm, right. um, yeah.
0: So that's a great that brings us into a great line of questioning here ethos and science and then applying science to technology because that is basically this little loop that seems to be we're missing an ingredient in this circle that that's gotten us to where we are right now mm-hmm. right i think science technology and ethics need to be do you where do you draw the line in terms of things like neuralink in terms of like bioengineering combining biology with technology where do you say, from an ethical standpoint, as a scientist, as someone who wants to preserve science's real role in this, Yeah, where, yeah. Do, you, where do you draw the line in the sand?
1: Well, this is an incredibly difficult uh, discussion, in part because we sort of have to define precisely what we mean by ethical, mm-hmm. and I don't know if there's a precise definition of ethical. There, uh, There might be a definition that... Has arisen within our world, um, collectively or something. Like for example, it would be unethical to murder somebody. Yeah. Right. Um, So ethics is a very difficult and philosophical discussion. But I will take a question as uh, as meaning ethical in the sense of like common sense. Like yeah. Like how would we the general parameters exactly exactly fair enough the global world. Um. (laughs) So. So I would say simply Neuralink uh, let's take Neuralink for for an example um Neuralink would be ethical if their end goal is to make this product and deploy it for the benefit of humanity meaning that you know of course they're doing things like trying to repair brain damage in people right mm. so the idea is roughly that somebody might have brain damage you can put this chip in your brain and you can fix that damage that would be considered an ethical thing to do but wouldn't it as be, long as somebody wa- was willing to go through this procedure
0: wouldn't it be just as unethical to and we've seen it happen before look at the last i don't even know 40 years even just because of how far technology has come wouldn't you also say it is unethical to give a company that much power over a technology that is going to be so depended on? Because you know it's going to be depended on. And you know someone's going to manipulate it in a negative way. It's going to happen. Happened with the iPhone. Happened with the every other piece of technology that's come since then.
2: You're right. It is hard to answer. It's
1: it's, it's 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 very difficult. Yeah. I mean, one company having... Okay... Let's take it okay, so let's say everybody needs this this Neuralink chip or something. Yeah. Right. Look, we could also talk about the COVID stuff, but I want to leave that aside because that's <laughs> that's that's a hot button issue, okay? Yeah. Um um so is it ethical for a company to have that much power over the population? I don't know if I have a good answer, but what I would say is I think we are already living in that situation. Exactly. I mean, so, I mean, so to the extent that we call our society an ethical society, then the answer would might be yes. Because
0: Mike, Mike, you were there during the pandemic yeah. when every girl that you knew in a close proximity was selling either her feet or other parts of her body yeah. on the internet. Yeah. We have...
2: Ethics in this society have a long since left a building. It's difficult. To, I think it's so difficult to answer because just like them releasing the information on the UAPs, we don't know. Yeah. We don't know yet. Yeah. We don't know yet. Right? Like, it could go very wrong. It could go very right. It could be used positive ways and negative. That's most likely... But everybody
0: says that every time. Every time. And then it Look, ends up
2: sl- slippery slope down. But we're not, we're not there yet to know. I like think... The, you know?
1: I, I, I think... Um, something that i 've been thinking about a lot is is morality okay mm. it, it is not maybe this might be controversial let 's see what you say yeah, it mm. is from my perspective i don 't have a good argument for their being an objective morality about the world. There is no, there is no one moral issue that I can look to and say, that's a fact in the same way that if I drop this cup, it falls, that's a fact. Yeah. Because morals are always changing too. Exactly. Even in our own lifetime. Look at the entire human civilization, right? Now we might say that throughout the entire civilization, um, Morality has gotten better over time. For example, we don't have slavery anymore. That's a great
0: thing. Well, we do have slavery, Mike. Just, okay, it we just do. Looks we, different. We, we non, do, especially a, especially non,
1: non in slave. China, China and the Uyghur dude, Muslims. Dude, human and, trafficking and is a, it's and a massive human trafficking. Massive sure, business. even, it might even not in the United States, even it's fucking even huge. in the United States, yeah. there is slave labor going on in in uh, prisons, for example. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's happening. Fair enough, just but but, you, but 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 you know what I mean, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. so on the question of morality, w- the question is: Well, on the one hand, maybe there isn't an objective morality, but on the other hand. If one says that we are a more moral society today than we were ten years ago, or a hundred years ago, or a thousand years ago, then how do we quantify that trajectory as being good? You know, do you see? Do you see my point? It so depends, this is something depends who you ask. Exactly, as well, exactly. Right? Yeah. So when you say it's not ethical mm-hmm.
2: that what is that people our but age, but this is my question: is, you know, is
0: how how come the scientific community doesn't look at itself and say we? For all of the the universities that, you know, recognize each other, I guess that's what it is. It's kind of like nation states, right? You all have to recognize each other. In order to recognize the credentials, in order to say, okay, you're all reputable sources. We are going to come together and do a sort of United Nations, a United, you know, academia, whatever you want to call them, right? Schools, right? And have an ethics board that says, this is where we draw the line. Right. And then have to apply that to basically say, you know, no government, like it, almost like the international court.
2: Like, you, you can't do that. But are those ethics like, is that the law after? Is that like the Bible of ethics after just because someone released, you know what I mean? Like, wh- it would have like, to wh- always be constantly, it can't be done like the United States Constitution where it's a sacred
0: document that can't ever evolve. It would have to be structured to evolve. Obviously, the ethics are going to change. Of course, the founders but, of the
1: United States wanted the document to be evolved. That's why they oh, named their things amendments exactly
0: yeah so they could be stricken or added (laughs) exactly yeah but but so that's the thing is why don't you create and it it sounds like a perfect democracy i understand how complex that would be right right right? 100 percent. but it's not out of our capability and then once you apply that and you see you know okay we as a society are ready for this next piece of technology that will transcend us levels in terms of consciousness and capability and whatever let us go through it slowly let's do it together transparently so that everyone can see these experiments happening and what the results are and then people can decide for themselves whether they want to take part in this or not and then we can make it widely available that is i think a very reasonable isn't that close to the scientific method a reasonable way to include everybody in the experiment of determining whether we, as a society, agree this is something we're ready for.
1: Well, um, do, are you speaking globally? Yeah, it would have to be. We're a global society.
2: Well, you got to think the Western you, you, okay, well, the, the Western lo- world it would work better, but if you go another other places of the world, they, they'd reject it. Yeah, but something like
0: that, if you saw the Western world cooperating like that, then all of the other pockets of the world would also say, okay, maybe it's worth it for us to do that. They do that all the time like that's how it, nation
2: states are in a constant arms war like the like, uh, unfortunately like something like covid and like let's say related to the vaccines i think it's going to take something really bad to get globally yep. everybody on the same page it's it, it's going to have it's going to come down to okay An we alien need, attack we all need this right? yeah cuz right now if you think do we need it like no i but used to think but it might come this. to a point do we need it i used to think
1: this I used to think the only thing that would sort of unite the world would be something like an alien attack. I just right. I just can't see that anymore. Mm-hmm. I just can't see that anymore. I'm
2: inclined to agree with you. Um, e- elaborate on that.
1: So, if you take somebody like... If you, if you take somebody from the 17th century, okay. okay? And let's say we took them, we plopped them in today's world, right? right. They would feel like they're living on a different planet because they are living on a different planet, right? Right. So they would, you know, of course want to live and they'd have to adjust to society and there would be a brief period of time when they were, uh, you know, enthralled by this new world that they've now discovered. But I think that would fade. I think eventually they would get used to going to the grocery store to find their uh, food. They would get used to driving a car. They would get used to living in uh, an air-conditioned place. Are you so
0: certain, though? Because I've heard of a testimony about this where some guy, I believe he was a conservationalist of some kind, down in Brazil, he was in the rainforest, uh, the Amazon, and, and, and somehow interacted with the, the basically uncontacted tribes people, and ended up falling in love, marrying this girl who he brought back with him to the you know, Western world, the United yeah. States, had yeah. a kid and everything and she she was, she was almost lost her mind. The child she, or the, the, the mother? Mo- the mother. She's oh, I okay. had to go back. So right. she went back and left him here with the kid because the kid was born here. But right. the kid ended up doing, you know, trips back and forth and so got a nice foot in both pools and I think that's a balanced way to do it. Right. You know, ability to turn it off. Yeah. But we're fucking, look at this, we've terraformed the earth and now it's to the point, it's like, it's, you No one has the skills to survive out anywhere away from the grid. So we're all forced to live on top of each other in every single country on the planet today. I don't care what anybody says. Even North Korea has as much modern technology that forces them to live in their own little closed, albeit, but they're on a grid. They're on a grid. They still live in the modern world. There's a place in
1: the world called North Sentinel Island. That's right.
0: Uh, in Sri Lanka, near, I think it's off.
1: Well, it's near. It's uh, I think it's near India. Yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah, uh, I don't know if they're on the grid.
0: No, that's the one place yeah. they know. And there's, yeah. like I said, there's uncontacted tribes in the Amazon yeah. in Central America right. as well. And I wonder. There's, I think there's quite a few still in, in, like Africa. Africa's massive. I think there there might be some in the Congo. I'm not sure, but I know for sure down in the Savannah and stuff. Right? There's those the Bushmen.
1: I mean, look, we have grandparents who are. 80 years old or 85 years old that are FaceTiming us. Yes. Right? Think yeah. about the world that they were born into yeah. and within their lifetime and... And, and all of our grandparents are immigrants. They're e- not from here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they've... They've adapted now. Okay, they they, they lived their life through, through, through this thing, so maybe it's a little bit different than just plopping somebody from the 17th century here. Yeah. But... The phone has, I think, rewired people's brains. Entirely. Because you have two choices when you go to bed. You can either fall asleep and go into oblivion, or you have access to the world's, to, to the entire history of human knowledge.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: For somebody like a 12 year old, that changes your brain and i feel like i i do feel like we're going down a very uh, a, a path that doesn't seem to me to be very good right when you know even even with something like music for example people back in the 60s and the 70s you know when they go to a concert when they go to a doors concert when they go to a zeppelin concert They feel something. They felt something different. Even the recordings, man. They felt something different. The music touched their soul. Today, hey, I can just go on YouTube and and watch any concert that I want. And it diminishes what that is, right? right? And I think, yeah, I think we need to do some serious thinking about, about the way society is going.
0: And this is what I mean by, uh, and, and I think uh, I, I don't think that this is like a, you know, hush hush or sort of minority opinion. I think uh, most people in the world are on this page that have a screen in front of their face, right? Because it's not this is this thing is transcended like the Western world. This is in Africa is having the same problem. Uh, Asia is having the same problem. This shit is in Australia. This shit is on fucking s- in, on the Antarctic continent. In all of those research labs, is happening there too. Science, right? It's we're all <laughs> fucking connected. It's impossible to turn it off. For the lucky few that live in, you know, five hundred years ago in the modern day in their little pockets of the Earth, I mean, that must be a scary thing to know, though, that yeah. this monster is encroaching on you because they know. They know there are uncontacted tribes out there, but they know that we are out here. They know it's impossible that they don't. I mean, they see planes, probably, right? So well, they know this technology. Oh, None of them are not oh, okay. uncontacted. They're called uncontacted. It's mostly oh yeah, people, we leave them alone. Sure, people like, have like,
1: contacted the North Sentinel Island. Yeah, has people have people
0: kidnapped and then taken yeah, back. Yeah, so yeah. they've already seen it. They're like they're us, but they're fucking everywhere, and they just they're all
2: connected. Yeah, robots. But if they're on content on uncontacted. Un- uncontacted mm-hmm. I don't think they know more about us than we know about them. No, I, I think they, it's an equal playing field. If anything, they like I said, all of these things we've taken people out of them and then right. shown them what we do, like an alien on a ship, fucking probing, and then sent them back. Did you ever hear the story about the Rockefeller son that was obsessed with this tribe? I don't want to go into the whole story because it's it's kind of long. He he was very fond of like this tribe. And he went on, like, an exploration with a couple other people. Long story short, he he um, jumped off the boat because the boat was sinking. Only two people survived. Mm. Um, he jumped off, and then there were theories after that he either died. It was about two kilometers out from the shore where this tribe was. So there's a theory that he died in the water. There's a theory that he made it to shore. And they took him, killed him, and then there was even a theory about cannibalism, which mm-hmm. is, you know. Um, and there's another theory, because someone went back after, and there's a photograph. You Look up the story, because it's, oh, it's fascinating. Oh, I think I've heard you ta- so, Yeah, you sent me heard something this. like so, this. I've heard, I've heard, yeah. I haven't so heard the So then the third theory, which is the most fascinating, is that he joins the tribe. <laughs> and this is a Rockefeller son, so the net worth, well he doesn't off, need... Yeah. Right. Search up the story. Read about it. I don't want to. I don't want to butch the story. I'll, I'll, li- I'll do, leave do, a little do, bit of a cliffhanger. But do they know? Okay, you can no, leave no, no. The no sorry, you know I can't say cliffhanger because it, none of it's like really confirmed. Okay, okay. There okay. was there was someone that wrote a book. I think he wrote a book about it after. There's a book about it because he went there and he talked to the tribe and then they told him what happened. Oh. My, mm. I, I take it with a grain of salt. He could have fabricated the most interesting story he could to sell the book. That's very possible. And that's the point
1: about the whole, even like sort of the alien stuff, and basically any claim made about the the world by somebody, right? Take it with a grain of salt. Yeah,
0: you have to look yeah. for the evidence, right? You like comparing exactly, your past. exactly, exactly. <laughs> but
1: don't be so close minded that you don't consider what they're saying right? thanks
0: for saying this because there's i feel there it really is a fine line between open-mindedness and closed-mindedness because i think there is such a thing as being way too far out there there is like some people like the tinfoil hat folks i'll say it again
1: the earth is not flat exactly
2: so on right? that I, I think i think it's okay for your let's say you're 15 let's say you don't know about heart of whatever let's say you're curious you yeah. hear a story about flat verses i think it's okay to look into it Like I have. I've looked into it, read... Oh, I've
1: watched a lot of videos, and they're so funny.
2: I think that's okay. I've seen a few. I think think it's good to have an open mind like that. But don't get stuck on one side of the story as well. Because now, like, that flat earth theory is growing. This is a growing community of people that actually believe this. They have conventions. And this this ties in with Project Bluebeam. Because Project Bluebeam is the fake alien invasion, implying that there is no outer space. It's flat. We're in a fucking... A dome, right? We're in a dome, which is called the oh my, <laughs> I always forget the name of it. We're in a dome, hmm. and a that globe. the government is fabricating this fake alien invasion, and that's the whole theory behind it, right? right. So that ties into the flat earth, but was it, right. it, was it connected to the flat earth? No, it's its own separate
0: thing. Probably well, it's, 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 like it's, really... co-
2: it's not connected, but it's, uh, it's in the same family of like theories, yeah, yeah, because it's implying that we're in a dome, but but I think a lot
0: of uh, consp- like a lot of like. I'll say, I don't want to say academic, I don't want to appropriate the word, but, you know, a lot of scholarly uh, conspiracy theorists are saying, you know, if there is ever going to be a theory that we might see come to fruition, come to pass and be true, it's probably this one. Like, there's, that's, a lot of people are pointing their finger and saying. Which one? Which one? Project Bluebeam. okay. They're, they're, they're saying, and they're like, it might not look like something like out of like the Avengers. It might not look like that, but it could look scary enough to instigate action. And I think when you have characters like Donald Trump and his ability to incite the January sixth riot on Capitol Hill, yeah. I think when you, if you're looking at a conspiracy theory like this, and you're talking about the the type of cooperation and the the experiments that the governments of the world would have to do in order to pull something like this off, having a guy like Donald Trump go in and incite Americans who are supposed to be the most patriotic Americans. Yeah attack their own head of like their own government and basically an armed coup, you know, like something out of South America, which the United States is proven to have been, you know, the ones to fuck up, right? That's fucking, that is a great experiment. Now, you know, if you scare people enough with something
2: extreme enough, you will get them to do what you say when you say it like little puppies. I don't want to get off topic here, but I think that that whole Capital Riot thing was the most fabricated bullshit I've ever seen in my life. My opinion. I think, I think my it opinion. Was,
0: even if it was fabricated, that
2: is a fascinating angle. Why would you
0: do that? That's so interesting. Well,
1: I, I don't understand, though, fabricated by... Uh,
2: I I, pers- I personally think that it was, it was all kind of like a... Like a show. Like a fucking show. Okay, yeah. I see. To scare people with distraction. I see. My thought is simply the most one of the most protected places yeah. on earth it's it yeah. yeah it's got infiltrated by a bunch of fucking guys cowboys by a bunch of cowboys not yeah. guys right on up, helicopters dropping drinking down blood like a, <laughs> not a not a bunch of guys on fucking helicopters a, a thought out plan a bunch yeah. of hooligans basically literally raided, pirates rated so to me it's what like, they're also
1: well, I, I mean yeah for the most part yes but w- weren't there also uh like business people, like high-end business people, okay it was too, an incredible
0: spectrum of people yeah. from all kinds of socioeconomic classes and backgrounds, educational background. It was fascinating. And that's the scary part about it is that this
2: one dude riled up so many diverse people,
0: yeah,
2: right? In order to do this. That's crazy. but did did he gain a positive? Was that a positive? or was that a negative for him afterwards? Would you say to incite? He's dealing with no, the no, 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 consequences no. right now. Exactly, exactly. That's my point. Theory could could the other party have fabricated that whole thing just to, to say, "Hey, he led this. He's the one that fucking okay." Like, the, the reason why this happened is because he's so right wing radical. Look what he's capable of. Everybody, he's capable of getting a group of people to raid the Capitol, and now now. Matt just said he is mm-hmm. still dealing with the repercussions from but that. He, but state. he's
1: polling so high. So it would be. Yeah, sure. If that's yeah. a theory where you say, okay, the left sort of orchestrated this, then they failed, right? Well,
2: that was all, Yeah, they failed, and it was also it's kind of old news now. No one really talks about just, it. Yeah, I do think, just. Yeah, I
1: don't know. My take on it is this was an incredibly horrendous event. Yeah. And I don't think Donald Trump nor Joe Biden should be anywhere near the office of the president. I agree. Amen.
0: Uh, They're yeah. are both cracked. So, and that's why is it that the argument in most cases when you bring one of them up everybody goes well the other will be better. What the fuck are you talking about? So, They're this, old senile men, man.
2: But believe it or not this actually ties into Project Blue Beam and I'll, and I'll explain. I, this is the th- I'm explaining a theory this isn't my this isn't what I believe I'm just sharing thoughts with you guys. So this ties in with now, there are, there, the theory is that there are people above the government. We all know this, Rockefellers, Rothschilds, the theories about them, the conspiracies, whatever, that exists. So the, the you know, World Economic Forum, BlackRock, Vanguard, Blackwalk, State these Street. People, these people are the real rulers of the world, right? Who maybe want to control the one-world government. Who would lead the one-world government? They're the only ones they, capable Again, of Again, I know, uh, I, know but yeah. I know, but listen, listen. Now, they control the governments, right? How, how would you make the people want to embrace a one-world government uh, aside from a fake alien invasion? It ties into it, but how, how would you... Do that You would want everybody to hate your government. Now, look around. Maybe this is more pro- prominent in the West... Canadians fucking hate their government. Trudeau. Not a lot of people say very nice things about the man. And that's the and across look at the, the states. Parties. Yeah. And look at the yeah. states. Same it's thing. it's radical left, radical right. Yeah. But if you prove that both sides are fucked, to a point, you're now you're gonna get the people to say, you know what, fuck both of them. Right, so Thank this ties you. into one world government. Yeah. Let's let's kind of collapse the world governments around the world. It's the you know, it's a wild. What, theory, what we're watching, but, okay? So, what, know, but this is an important an
0: important part to add. It as the political scientist, that's what I studied, so I can say nice. this as the political scientist. Okay, right? <laughs> we are currently witnessing just like this happened. This happened a century ago in the collapse of the empire, in the collapse of monarchies' control of the world. We are watching the collapse of the nation state. And something is going to emerge from the power vacuum. And whether we have a fucking alien invasion that's staged by a government or some kind of fucking world war, because this Ukraine crisis is still very much capable of escalating into a world war, mm-hmm. something is going to suck us into, as the book of Revelation seems to be saying, the apocalypse. Right. Right? We are, fa- we are, at, we are very, very close, if not already in the intersection of, of humanity changing events. That will completely alter our, you know, way of viewing the world and life. Like, we are at a very, very interesting intersection right now. And it's terrifying to know how it's going to fucking
2: play out. But it's over our lifetime, guys. This is about to happen. Do you think something significant is going to happen? Very significant within the next few years? It's just an opinion. It's not like it's, you know... Yeah,
1: no, I'm just thinking. Um, you know, pondering I think, everything, right? I think... You know. Uh, I don't think we'll recognize the world within, like, like when we're 85 years old, we're not going to recognize the world uh, anymore. But that's sort I of... I think by 50. That's, uh, because look at the 50, trajectory 50.
0: Of, of technology is changing, right? Well, oh, yeah, exactly.
1: Like, I mean, that's, that, it's, that's not saying much because our grandparents don't recognize the world. Not. they grew Our in, parents, right? bro, our um, parents don't even recognize the fall world. fall of the nation state, that's interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I tend to I don't know it's very it's, it's very complicated. Look, um empires have risen and fallen throughout the entire it's, history, it's right? It's the recipe
0: for it. It's an, it's necessary. So, Almost like the tetrahedron right. of fire. So,
1: is the United States empire going to fall within our lifetime? I don't know. I I I tend to believe that we will probably be extinct within the next 200 years because somebody's going to set off nukes and and something, something. bad's going to happen. Um I mean, we're really playing with with fire uh, with this Russia-Ukraine situation, right? Or nobody, uh, no, n- nobody wants to actually solve this thing. Everybody just wants, and you know, this. It's making this a goes lot back of to what money. to what Alex was saying about you know the real people who control the United States Congress, the defense contractors, right? The reason why we, we mentioned BlackRock, Vanguard, State Street is because okay. these companies own the most shares out of. Uh, like the, we 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 know the S and P five hundred right? right. So these, uh, if if you look at the uh, the uh, the largest shareholders of these companies, right. they all are Vanguard, BlackRock, State State Street. So there's a video. I'm not sure if you saw of I guess some woman talking to a recruiter from BlackRock, mm-hmm. and the recruiter it was this was undercover. He didn't know that he was being filmed, and he was. Quite literally, uh, saying as if he was reading a menu, saying, "Oh, this Congressperson costs a million dollars. This Congressperson costs ten thousand dollars. This Congressperson, you have to pay a lot. This one, you don't." Uh, so, I think the on- uh, in my in my estimation, the only way to solve most of the problems that we face, let's say in the West, let's stick to the West, yeah specifically, let's say, the United States, the United States influences everybody else, right. right, is to get the corruption out and to get money out of politics. Yeah. Right? You you, you can't have the, uh, the uh, you know, in- industrial influences um, permeate the decisions being made by Congress right? But my question to you the now... The founding fathers are rolling in their graves because the invi- the, yeah. the country, the state that they envisioned... It's a failed is, experiment. Is, is, it's, a, it's failed exactly, yeah. exactly.
0: It's, it's, an, it's an entirely a failed experiment, and this is the this is the thing that's terrifying: is that our government in Canada here is like this weird hybrid baby of the British uh, Westminster system and this American democratic experiment, right, where the, the people rule, and the people most certainly do not rule. And this is an, a perfect example of we saw this type of corruption full blown inner-to-the-bones corruption in the Soviet Union that's what fucked it up and bankrupted it. And now you're watching it happen in the United States. And my question is, we've seen it happen in so many forms of government over the, the course of recorded human history. Why would it be any different? Empires rise and fall, and they often fall from within. They often collapse because of corruption. They often collapse because of weird shit that weird people in total power do. And then they fucking... Then just implodes. And then, yeah. out of the ashes comes the next one, right? So, yeah. my—I always ask people. I'm like, "Is it because the United States has been a constant in your life since the moment you were born, since the moment your parents were born, and your grandparents, likely too, that you think that that empire cannot crumble?"
1: Yeah, I mean, again, I don't know. I I don't know within our lifetime, but eventually, eventually, it, it, it will. Like well, you if said, not your right?
2: lifetime. Whose lifetime?
1: Perhaps our children, grandchildren. I'm not sure. I'm I think not sure. A good
2: chance it happens within our lifetime.
0: It's going to happen be. within our lifetime. I also think that Canada is going to collapse as well. well I, I, I think, think they're they're holding hands. Canada and United the United States. States. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, um, Scotland. There's a lot of noise right now in Scotland about breaking up the United Kingdom and just being like, "Fuck off!" Like government. I personally think this is just my personal opinion. Uh, governments are too large. They are far too large. And if they're that large, you have inevitable corruption. It's inevitable. We've seen it. We saw it with fucking King Solomon. I don't know if we saw it with King Solomon, but, you know, Sumer. We go back to Sumeria, right? That shit, the fucking same thing. You go back to Egypt. Egypt ended up fucking having to deal with a bit of corruption that was influenced by the next rising power, the Roman Empire. Yeah. Wait. We saw the Roman Empire fucking rise and fall. The Greeks fucking rise and fall. Everybody that's ever been at the top fucking got way too big. They expanded power way too far stretched themselves too thin tried to govern too diverse a group of people and they fucking implode yep. so how many times do we have to do it before we realize that you know the small sort of tribe is the way that we are designed evolutionarily biologically to live and we find that people who live that way in the modern world have far better lives you know about blue zones
1: no, no, no. What are they they, these, like these
0: areas around the world, little pockets where people notoriously live to over 100 years old?
1: no no I don't know this one yeah, of them is in
0: Sardinia in Italy oh really yeah and there's uh, one in Japan down in Costa Rica just oh. little pockets around the world wow. and then you look at them and you look at and they go it doesn't matter if you're in Italy it doesn't matter if you're in India it doesn't matter if you're in fucking Costa Rica these old people they have something in common it's the way their fucking families are structured they are all even the neighbors who aren't in their biological family we take care of each other we look out for each other we grow food together we share food together we
2: cook I, I everything think, I think it's we the walk, I think it's the out. method of living but I it think is. it's all also where they are as well i think it's the land that they're that they're yeah it's
0: not it's not contaminated that's for sure that's a big role to play but but they if you look at the pattern in all of these little blue zones you find like it doesn't matter what culture it is it doesn't matter how old that culture is there's there's these key crucial elements that are that are constants in all of these blue zones that are absolutely positively missing from our world today and it's stuff that we were introduced to we mm. know that the nuclear family feeling when we were kids, that safe bubble, is gone, 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 gone. Yeah, that shit doesn't yeah. exist anymore. Do you remember going outside, Mike, when we were kids in our neighborhood? Do you remember? How everybody was the same age. Yeah, yeah. Every, we, it was beautiful. Do you remember playing outside? Oh, man. Fucking road hockey? Oh, I, I loved it. I loved it. Would you ever send your kid to play road hockey on that same street today?
1: I'm not sure if there was other young people. I I mean, the-, the When was the, the last time you saw road the, hockey? In not not a long uh, yeah quite a long time actually but I think that's the point though I think yeah. I think again just to bring it back to the like I I I I wonder to what extent our uh, dialogue about this is informed by all of the things that we're watching on on, on our phones right mm-hmm. so did point. did like back when there were no phones it seems to me like life was much simpler. more simpler oh, right simpler. and everybody uh is on a daily basis bombarded with all this information that they don't know what to do and it's so erratic and that's sort of the way society has become right because yeah. we have access to so much right i mean how many times do you flick turn on netflix and you don't know what to watch and you scroll for you know until,
0: hours yeah, and you don't actually pick anything and right maybe something doesn't even have right a we've
1: though. lost <laughs> we, we, we we've lost the feeling of of wonder and of and and of uh you know thing and excitement like right? P- people art, don't get art exactly yeah exactly right like you know when you when you go to the vatican or when you go to the, the the louvre or when you go to the national gallery in london or when you go to look at these magnificent sagrada familia in in, in barcelona um and you look at, you go inside, and you look up at the ceilings, at the paintings that, you know, that, those experiences touch your soul in a way that makes you look at the world in a totally different way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And the fact, the fact that we have, you know, 24 seven access to literally everything that's ever existed. It's, 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 it, it, it's making us not feel anymore, and that's exactly. and that's the point, right? Yeah. The and 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 that's why, um. Yeah, I agree with both of you. Like we're heading down a very serious and dangerous road, and I don't see a way out. There, right? There isn't. It's I don't think there is. I you don't think to, there it's is. Either you have to jump I think, off I think the ship or you, go down with I mean, it. you're talking about various power structures that have existed over history. Yeah. Um. There's a reason why those existed why, why those keep popping up everywhere is because human beings for whatever reason evolved uh, to want to wield power at least some human beings and and you know I, I just think it's human psychology I, I, and, and and i don't think I don't think there's any down, way to change human where
0: naturals yeah apish selves. If you took out uh, our, our complex social structures, you took out our complex economic structures, and you put us back into the rainforest, and then we still took our same skills, our same ability to communicate, and but we just had to survive. We would very quickly cooperate. We would very quickly build large structures, settlements. We would very quickly pool resources. We would very quickly fall back into the same shit. Because we're apes. Because we're apes. But I have a very big problem with all of these different, you know, with this, as you say, tidal wave, this deluge of information, but also these like these little ways that we accredit them, you know, like congratulations, you, sir, you have a degree, so you're qualified to talk about this. You, sir, you're a lawyer, you, you're qualified to talk about this. And the, and then, and then using that, we, we sort of legitimize dismissing the knowledge, the wealth of knowledge that's generated by the average person, the layman, what who's still a fucking fully. Conscious, real, equal level soul human being who is experiencing exactly as you are, but we have got these fucked up, weird fetish power structures that would exist whether we were living in this complex, weird behemoth or in a fucking simple structure because that's just what we are. But we can't take out the animal, we have got to fucking remember that we're fucking animals. Five finger rule, five finger rule. (laughs) We all, everything that is alive. Has to eat, sleep, shit, fuck, or fight. That seems to be the five finger rule, right? Sure. It, thank you. Right. That's yeah. the fucking rules. And if you if you stop fucking remembering that and treating your body like it is one of those animals that you care so much about, you're fucking done, man. And everybody's everybody's doing this. Everybody's just ignoring the body.
1: Again, yes. I think I've, I I think you are right. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> again, though. So, sometimes I do think, like, yes, these power structures have existed, yeah, right. Um, but look, okay, take a look outside.
0: Yeah, look at that right? fucking nasty ass concrete jungle.
1: Look at that. Look how much light pollution is out there. Oh, right? I know it
0: fucks up the canopy. Something we miss so, something in our lives. So,
1: so, so, if these, if, if this light pollution didn't exist, right, every night we would look up at the heavens and see something so magnificent yep. that nobody in today's world could even comprehend unless you go to a place like the Keck observatory right. or some place Middle right? Of the fucking ocean if you look at the you know societies that existed you know pre-technological right look technology is a beautiful thing right but pre-technology right you look up uh, at the heavens you see this right it gives you it gives you an avenue out of your life and into something that's so much more grand and so much more and we've lost that we've lost that. So yes, we, we, we are animals and those five things. Yes, of course, you know, Everybody needs those things, right? But we're an animal capable but, of looking up at the stars, and that's and that's the key point, yeah. right? But that's but, the key point. It, we're and separated. That's, this is the thing. S- a little bit these from two, the animal. These
0: two things are true at the same time, and I think it's yeah, critically exactly. important exactly. that they are picked up in both hands. We got to pick them up together and walk with them together. We are an animal that is capable of looking to the stars. Well,
2: the, the, listening to both of you, just it, the number one thing I think of is just it feels like we're getting more robotic right which is where like even when you were talking about sourcing information from an actual person now you want to source information you're on google and then now you've got things like chat gbt yeah yeah right which is almost like gonna be a modern bible in a way that's a great way to put it that is a great way to put it and it's just at the beginning stages it's getting more advanced it's it's improved since it's come out so not, I think that about was in a few, what, da- March? few years down the road right? March
0: we downloaded it and started fucking around yeah. with it yeah
2: it's great it's, it's great to Man. play around with but it, it just I don't what know, do you
1: think what, 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 what do you what do you think about so suppose in the future we you know perfect chat GPT or whatever large language model right such that we can create um, you know sort of artificial friends artificial girlfriend boyfriend that sort of thing uh, much like the movie Her, like I don't Her, know. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's a good movie. a good movie, it's is, yeah. Um, uh, That's a good one. Right now, I've heard some statistics that uh, if you if you pull the average young person, such as our age group, sort of thing, millennial or or whatnot, uh, and you ask them what, how many close friends do you have, do you know what the overwhelming uh, majority of the answer is? It's zero. Zero. Yeah zero mm-hmm. that's zero people that you could call friends in an emergency mm-hmm. right that is also creating uh, a mental condition within young people that really hasn't existed before because mm-hmm, if right. you go back and look at the data uh in previous generations the number wasn't zero right mm-hmm. do you think By inventing the artificial friend or the artificial spouse or, you know, girlfriend, boyfriend, do you think that would help people? No,
0: because what happens is this thing is going to constantly learn and it's always going to be, at least at the beginning, I'm assuming, it's going to want to be helpful. It's going to be programmed to be helpful for people. I don't think you could say no directly. Well, hold on. Let me explain my reasoning. I think it's a false, you know. But but let me explain it, right? Based on the patterns we've seen with AI's self-learning abilities already, okay? And what experts are saying is likely to happen, okay? This thing, which is programmed, it's got safety features in it. It's programmed to basically be helpful to- towards people, right. as helpful as it can. Right. Whether it's connected to the internet and it's accessing the whatever wealth of knowledge in five seconds it takes, or it's just got its own programming in it. It's going to be, like, locked. That It has to be helpful. Now you're going to have it trying to learn your patterns as, you know... Oh, I'm your wife. I'm supposed to play the role of your wife. It's like, got to like, learn like, your like past. Like it's going to end up being the perfect wife or the perfect friend or the and that will further detach people from the real human experience right. of not fucking liking somebody but getting on anyway, right. right? Because that's a that's just humankind. It doesn't matter your relationship. There's going to be times where you just want to fucking punch out the person that you love very much. And if you have a fucking AI bot doing that, it's not going to know how to introduce healthy conflict. Right into the relationship in order to sustain you and make you feel real. And it's going to blur your perception of reality. That's not a healthy place to be. I don't care what anybody says. Right. I don't give a fuck if there's no science
2: to back me up. Anybody will agree with that. That's not
0: a healthy place to be, but, blurring reality.
2: What the fuck? Let's say in the future you have an AI robot, I don't know, either physically with you or whatever. Let's say it's very advanced. This is 10 years, 10 years down the road. If you ask that question that, that he brought up, with how many close friends do you have? Or or another question, like, do you feel lonely? Mm. How many people would still say zero with, you know, how many close friends do you have? No, but or, it doesn't matter. Do you, but,
0: but then you're not addressing... I, no, the, me, I, I think I, I you're understand. not addressing the problem at no, that point. No, no I, I mean? get it. But,
2: like, that's...
0: Because that's, look, if you're if you're sitting at home and listening to this and you're alone and you have no fucking friends, yeah. you know, oh, my heart goes out to you, but it doesn't mean you're not capable of making friends. And if you're in a dark place and you're, you know, I, I get it. But the only way out is you really have to do the work to pull yourself out. That's the only way out of this. There's no... No pill is going to help you. No fucking nothing. You got to fucking start. You got to pull yourself out and then you got to make changes. You got to change your diet. You got to eat healthy, take care of the body. And then when you're done that and you build up a little bit of confidence, go out there and do things you like and you will fucking meet people that mm. think like you and that you're, you'll you're connect You're assuming with. that this
2: person is like a depressed person though. No,
0: but I'm just saying that's, like, that's a pretty extreme case if somebody is in that situation. And if you have a hard time making friends and stuff like that, again, I say to you, look, if you're an ex- Extrovert or introvert is That's how you want to break it down. There are extroverted activities you can do. There are tons of introverted activities you can do where you can genuinely connect with people. But regardless of whether you're an innie or an outie
2: person, it fucking takes effort. You have to try. Yeah. Or you're well, well, fucked. Well, I don't think being introverted is a good thing. And I think AI and... Ro- and- these things make you more of an introvert which yeah, is the issue absolutely line, right like how many people i'm an introvert what the fuck are you
0: talking about we're humans are biologically social animals yeah i don't give a fuck what you mean by introvert you, yeah. you, you you are designed to know how to live with the loud person and the quiet person yeah. and the shy person you were designed to so you could take your fucking introverted bullshit and shove it up your ass dickhead like you're a, you're an animal you have to fucking respect the fact that you need other people. You will get sick if you don't. It's just true. Like, it's proven. That's what depression is. That's what all these other things are. Isolated people, look at what happens to, to prisoners. There's tons of evidence for this that go to solitary confinement, yeah. which many people around the world would agree is one of the worst punishments that we could do onto someone. Is solitary confinement. You lose your mind. You need other people. Simple and plain. So uh, the introverted... You know, explanation is bullshit, in my opinion. But at the same time, you know, I understand being shy. That's a character trait. And not a lot of people like to be, you know, the one that's on top or the one that's in front. Fine, no problem. You can be more shy, but you still have to try. Like, everybody has been through kindergarten, at least at this point in time. Maybe not the kids going to kindergarten now, but... Up until now, every you know adult brain has been through kindergarten and remembers playing with blocks and yeah. maybe not having a good time, not liking that one kid. You know that spazzy kid that had yeah. boogers coming out of his nose. And then also, you remember that like cute girl that you're like, I have a crush on her. Yeah. It wasn't sexual, but you were like, Oh, she's cute. I yeah. like her. Right? Yeah. It's just simple fucking basic human dynamics. And it's fucking missing now. I
1: tend, yeah, I tend, I tend to agree with that. I don't think, uh, I don't think it would you know, having the AI friend or or, or whatever would be, um, I think there would be some benefits to it. I don't think overall it is beneficial. Um, for the following reason, the other day I was speaking with my PhD supervisor and they said, they said to me, I can't remember what I was talking about, but they said, don't let perfect be the enemy of the good. Okay. I was talking about like perfecting my thesis or something. Mm, mm. Don't let perfect be the enemy of the good. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe that we are putting perfect above good. I agree. In the following sense, right? Yeah. Mm. Following sense. We're trying to perfect everything, we're trying to build a society where nobody has to think about things anymore because it's all right here in front of you. You don't have to go out and buy groceries anymore. You can have them delivered to your house. Satiate okay? yourself. And you, you don't have to go to the movies anymore the, yeah. and sit with other people. You can watch movies in your house. Yeah. Okay? Taking the work um, out of the experience of life. And the point is what I think what makes life beautiful is the imperfections of it that's Struggles. what people don't yeah. that's journey. what people seem not to understand yeah, the reason man. Jimi hendrix is the greatest guitarist of all the time is not because he hit every note perfectly just listen to him that guy is, was erratic on the guitar mm-hmm. right he was just doing what he felt but, like doing but the point <laughs> is there was soul in what he was playing yeah it's all it was right pure. it took you to another to, to, to another place mm-hmm. right and that is what we need more of. We don't need more of. I'm going to sit on my uh, in my house and
0: order everything on my phone and have everything, you know, perfect in my life. Instantly right? satiated. Yeah. That's what it is. It's fucking weird, man. Like you, you, have an idea and you want the fucking you want the the that, that, that what is it called? I guess the dopamine rush of yeah. the of the
2: reward right away. All of us. All of us. I just keep thinking like when you guys keep men- describing these things I just keep the-, the word that pops into my head is robotic like it just just it, robotic it, yeah, yeah just less human like and more robotic yeah and it, man right? it's, it's like modern day slavery this is like another form of it
0: you know, like there, where is the purpose in life? And if you find purpose in this power to you, but where's the purpose in life is for our generation at the very least who, you know, look at our fucking economic situation. Look at our fucking housing situation here in Canada. Look at the move. I'm moving to Edmonton in fucking two weeks because I have to not because it's necessarily, oh, that's the choice for me. You know, my whole family is here and I'm a big, you know, it takes a village kind of guy, right? Your whole support system is here and then you're going to have to go and start out another life over there because you can't afford to stay here. Like that's, that's a weird way to live, man. And like all of us are under that stress and pressure and then we have the screens in our face, the constant flow of information. Most of our generation is educated in one way or another. There's very few of us that just dropped out of high school, right? Like, you know we we're yeah. you have either skilled tradesmen or 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 highly educated people in our generation and we we have questions and we have wonders and stuff but we don't have a chance to do them we don't have the resources behind us we don't have any money because our money's worthless in this day and age right we have to spend so much of it on fucking just living just to survive yeah. and we're yeah. eating garbage all of our food is poisoned our fucking water is poisoned we're all diseased and everybody's like I fucking like don't know why Fucking look around, man. Touch fucking grass. You're a fucking animal. (laughs) And people (laughs) forget. Like, like, I swear to God. Like, I drive around. I I I work in infrastructure, so I have to deal with the concrete jungle every goddamn day. And then I'm sitting in my truck as I drive from site to site all fucking around this damn grid. And I'm watching zombies. Just zombies, and I remember being a kid, walking on the street, and those same zombies would be smiling, meeting eyes. Hello, how are you?
2: Smiling, laughing, interacting with just fucking everybody in their own little cocoon. It's fucking weird. I I think here, that's due to overpopulation. Like, in this city, I think it's just the... it's how people are but condensed. It's mm.
0: devolved in, in 10 years. No, even. I know,
2: I know. But it, I think that's specifically in larger cities, like the LA, New York, Toronto, really, Chicago.
0: You, you really think it's isolated to w- big cities?
2: You're, where you're moving, you're not going to describe where you're moving as you described being here. You still you're moving say, to of a course, smaller though. City. No, I'm but sure, you I still there, it. I but it's, still not, say, I know, it's, it's not, the, it's not as thing. But not as bad, but not as bad, not as bad.
1: Look, look. Okay, so we're getting uh you know, somewhat mm, in a negative space, right? <laughs> I want to I'd like to lighten the mood, Let's right? The mood. And 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 say because I'm an optimist, if you know, I'm an optimist to be and, weeds, right. and and so I even though we have all of these issues, I think it's important to recognize that the world is still a beautiful place. Yes. And it's important to also recognize for all the flaws that we have identified uh, in our society here in North America there are places on earth where you can't get food or you can't get cl- clean water right here well i'm talking about in a, in, a, in a different way right yeah, in different a different extremes. way right different there are people extremes. in north america in, in in north korea who literally watched their parents starve to death yeah that's so true. so I think above all else, gratitude is yeah. something that I think we should uh, focus on, and that's not to say there aren't problems to fix there of course there are right yeah, and we are, and, we are a decadent societies so and it's important the to point grateful, is to in, in, in the same way in the same way that I described how scientific research is done one step at a time, unless you're Einstein or somebody um, I think we as young people People have to tackle these problems one step at a time, and not try to take on the whole. Take on the the whole, yeah, exactly, the whole world (laughs) at once, right? So, um, yeah, that's that's what I think.
2: You're you're absolutely right. You definitely do have to be optimistic. For for me, you know, I I think religion is a big thing, or at least faith in something. Like you, Matt mentioned earlier, like your purpose in life. Yeah, right. Exactly.
1: People have to find meaning you know, and purpose, right? The reason right. I think when you talked about the zombies walking and, you know, sort of looking at their phones and stuff, I think the reason why people are in some sense looking at their phones all the time is because they don't have meaning or purpose 100%. in their life, yeah, absolutely right? Yeah. And that is that is, what you need to find. And oftentimes it's unfortunate that, that some people can't find that. And it's doubly unfortunate that some people do find that and... Sort of can't make a living but right but doing, you know what's
0: you know what's worse about it though is that I think it it goes deeper. I think it's that people th- are genuine they genuinely think they have found their purpose, but they haven't right there's a part in you that is really you right and everybody knows that part right because when you walk out the door you put on into some degree or another a, a face right right. Right. That person always has ideas and you always hear these ideas and you think about it. You know what I'd really love to do? Do you know what I'd really like to do? And do you know why you never ever fucking do it? Because you just don't do it. Exactly. That's that's really what it is. And it, the answer is simple, but people are, so they for such a long time, everything has been done for them. They don't know where to start to do Everything it is still being done for them yeah, to some extent, exactly. right? And that's the point. Um, and that's that is really, I think, the, the the purpose that I'm talking about is that there's it this is gonna sound preposterous to you guys, but I usually I cook every night, like dinner for myself. Yeah, wow. Which which it sounds wow, right? <laughs> but then if you think back when we were kids, do you know what was really normal for our moms to do? Cook dinner every yeah, night. Yeah. For so sure. not even a generation ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like it's It was just around the corner, and it's preposterous these days. Cook every day, and that's the kind of disconnect. That's the kind of little drop in the bucket that just takes away from your purpose in life. Yeah, a lot
2: of people call that like lack of discipline and things like that. No, that's fucking
0: bullshit. It's it's not lack of discipline. No, it is a part of it. Think think about it. Like think about how much you are taking for granted. Your fucking access to food right now. And the fact that you don't even have the ability to know, intimately I, connect yourself to the, to the, to the to potato and cut it up I and know, fucking fry like, it and know, then put it on we've, the plate. we talked
2: about this before. If you live downtown Toronto, wh- where, you're going to go to your, your closest grocery store. You're not, most likely you don't have your own farm. No, no, no.
0: you don't have to do that. You can grow stuff inside in your corner. You can can get it. You you know know what I mean? You
2: can build one for like fifty bucks
0: and be growing your own leafy greens in the corner of your home. And then when you're growing leafy greens, and this is backed by science, right? When you have greenery in your space of living, you interact. You guys help each other grow and heal, and it improves your air quality, your mood. Like there's a transfer of energy there. Yeah, you know, like it's that's a simple thing to do. Everybody's like, I have a fucking cactus because I only have to water it once a week. Well, if you're Water it a little bit more often. You can grow an onion, like fucking. You know what I mean? It's like little things like that. Like, yeah.
1: People got to get back into nature. I think. Yeah, you know? man. And touch na- nature grass. so <laughs> nature is so enthralling and fascinating, <coughs> right? And and yeah, I mean, we've built, you know, uh, as you said before, a concrete jungle, and you know, in 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 some ways, that might give benefits, but it gives a lot of. It takes away something right and 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 it's that something that i think people are are it was yeah
0: it was this thing that the the indigenous people of canada were telling the you know european settlers to fucking stop 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 don't do this and then they erased them from the country Mm -hmm. right and then now we're here and we're all we all know we all know no one no one doesn't agree with this that this is fucked this is fucked yeah everybody agrees this is fucked and I mean, I, mean like, oh, I would say, I mean, late mean look, look, I, look, I would say, question. I would say, not again, not all not, of it is not, fucked. Not there not are everybody. some good things
1: about it, yeah. but a lot of bad things uh, about it. And it's those bad things that we have to address.
0: But, but well, this is my question, though. Like, let's talk about the pros and the cons. And then let's talk about how we can achieve all of these pros in a more sustainable way. Why the fuck don't we have the, the fucking will to do it? We are killing, we are literally dying. We are literally dying. We have lowered men's testosterone from our fucking dads. Our grandfathers, I'm pretty sure, it's seventy percent is lowered. How much lower does it gotta go before it doesn't fucking fire anymore? True. There you go. There's a whole species of sterile people, and True. why are they sterile? Because they've been poisoned. It's like well, it's yeah, a, a slow you, poisoning. This is what happens.
2: There's mm. Lots of factors. I, I personally, I, we've talked about so many times. You and you and I, the psychology of like porn, right? Yeah, man. There's is is another huge one. Fucking, that, it that. literally rots your. It rots your brain. Yeah, now. it's. I'm right? Not that, gonna get into it, but yeah, it's, yeah no, you but, and I we we've talked about it. But it's it's, it's well,
0: everything. Yeah. It's everything the stuff yeah. we put on our fucking bodies, it's the fucking like every the idea oh African people use mud as sunscreen yeah, and their skin is fucking vibrant and healthy. They put the earth on their body. What does the fucking Bible say? From the earth? Yeah. From, from the clay? God made Adam? You're from this shithole, man. You're right? Wait, what do you think
2: happens when they bury you? Mike, it eats you. Mike, I want to I ask you before we finish up, because I remember this was a topic uh, <coughs> you mentioned last time. We've talked about it now, but um, discredit the flat, flat earth. Yes, please. Punch it out. Punch a out fucking us hole your, through it. Give us your Go you as know.
0: scientific as you want. ah
1: the flat earth the flat earth look um have you ever made a snowball before yes how do you make a snowball right you you exactly you take a, you take the snow the snow is you know some deformed piece of you know ice or something and you you put pressure on every angle of that piece of snow right in order to form a sphere Mm -hmm. right um that's how gravity works Gravity pulls things into a central, you know, part, a central area of space, um, and it keeps pulling things in all directions,
0: right? Oh, Much pa- like can we pause one second? Sure. Because I have sure. one one clarifying question for sure. gravity. It, um, correct me if I'm wrong. Sure. When say so, say so so we're in space and we're forming a planet. Okay, and it starts off with like particles at the smallest. Okay, like space yeah. dust. Yeah. Right. Is static energy that combines it into a large enough clump before it starts to develop its own gravitational pull, right? Because isn't it a certain amount of mass has to be, it's to come together in order for it to be called gravity? Now, dude. I mean,
1: the mass was there all along, though, because there was those I two guess. particles, right? Well, yeah, so those true. two
0: particles are going to be,
1: you know, gravitationally so it, attracted to one another. So, so it is gravity, and all of the debris off. that um, was there after the protoplanetary disk, you know, was here when 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 the sun was first forming. Uh, there was, there, you know, the sun was forming from a gas cloud, and then the gla- and then that sun started to spin, and then there was a disk sort of surrounding that. Uh, uh, Full of space debris, pro- protostar, and yeah. and that all that debris is what formed the planets and the gas gaseous planets. And so you have you can you can imagine like a bunch of particles, two of them sort of. Are gravitationally attract well? They're all gravitationally attracted. So is it like or particles
0: another. that that would have been attracted together? So that's why you have gas giants and then you have like rocky planets. Well,
1: anything with mass in the universe is gravitationally. Attra- I am gravitationally attracted to the Andromeda galaxy right now, but because I'm so far away, right? Gravity falls off like the distance squared, right? So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so so th- exactly. There's gravity is such a weak force that we don't, you know when we get out of bed in the morning we're we're going against gravity right yeah, that's true. and our own bodies can can you know they're uh, tuned the muscle that's why yeah, we yeah exactly Otherwise exactly, we, we'd exactly just be skeletons that could move so up. gravity yeah. is very weak but the point is that any objects with mass will gravitate toward one another hmm. and if you have this uh uh you know protoplanetary dust that's that's around then that's going to slowly clump together clump together and it's going to do so from every angle that there's dust and, 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 and sort of debris, right? Much like when you make a snowball, you're com- co- compactifying it from, from every angle to make the sphere, right? That's why planets and stars are spherical, because the gravity is trying to pull everything into the center from every angle,
0: right so next question then yeah when the forming of a planet is happening because gravity is pulling everything into the middle essentially right the, the central focus yeah. it would have to be the most dense right in the middle yeah yeah
1: for sure so, so there's, does that, th- there's a bunch of pressure that's pulling it in the and, next
0: question yeah. then is if you look at, at the periodical table or whatever all the elements of the universe right well, obviously there's a bunch out there we don't know about yet but would that mean that the densest elements would find themselves at the core over time, whatever, magnetic... Like, this planet, for instance, is volcanic. So it's always moving and bubbling and whatever. And stuff that's at the in the middle will shoot up to the top. And so we know that this planet has, like, a cyclical sort of relationship between the core and the surface.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, Over the, what is that, 4.5 billion years, right? Yeah, the Earth is, is, right. is
1: roughly 4.5 billion years old. 4.6. Is that sorry. enough time for the most dense
0: um, particles to... Yeah, at least yeah. ...concentrate in the middle, and then you have the the... Almost yeah. like, what is it, pouring oil on water, right? Like the separation because the water's more dense than the oil?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think so. I, th- yeah. I, th- I think that's right, yeah. Makes yeah. sense. Uh, yeah. But before My we science knowledge, before we there. wrap up, I need to <laughs> yeah, keep going, sorry. Uh, <laughs> provide a mind-blowing fact about gravity. Oh, okay? Here. If we're ready. If we're ready. Um, okay, if I take two objects, let's say I take a pencil and a bowling ball, and I drop them uh, from this building here. Which one is going to hit the ground first? Uh,
0: with this atmospheric pressure, the bowling ball.
1: Bowling ball. Alex, any guesses? The bowling ball. Why?
0: The bowling ball is more dense.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, no. They hit the same hit the ground at the same time, right? So if you take any two objects.
0: I thought that was only in a vacuum.
1: Uh, okay. Neglecting air... Resistance. That's what I was talking about. <laughs> which, 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 is why, which is why I didn't say feathers, for example, yeah. right? Because, yeah. yes. But interestingly, when we landed on the moon, they did drop a rock and a feather on the moon. The moon doesn't have an atmosphere, and they hit the ground at the same time. Yeah. So, uh, take any two objects, neglect air resistance, uh, they're going to hit the ground at the same time. Why do they hit the ground at the same time? Well, we're taught, or Newton says, that there's a force that's pulling the objects down uh, toward the ground,
2: okay, force is equal
1: the force of gravity is pulling right. everything the object yeah. Yeah. right magnet and, 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 the, and the yeah. force of the the gravitational force that the earth exerts on the object makes right. it fall mm-hmm. right. now that 's not what Einstein says. Einstein says those objects are not really falling it 's the ground that's accelerating toward the objects.
0: Einstein, I remember in the last episode, you said Einstein was wrong, so. <laughs> yes, that was in
1: the cosmological <laughs> constant, right? So the point is, in a small vicinity, right, In let's say in, the, in this if it, 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 small enough uh, region of, of the Earth, um, you can say this, right? And it would be accurate to say that it's not the objects that are falling, they're not accelerating up. If you're in a space station, and you were to drop a tennis ball, let's say, what would the tennis ball do up in space? It would move. It would just stay stay there, right? Uh, But now suppose we uh, attach a rocket to the bottom of the spaceship, space station, and we start to accelerate the rocket upward, okay, at the same rate as 9.8 meters per second squared on the Earth, right? Um, What would happen? The ball would stay there, would float, right, because there's no gravity, but the floor of the rocket would be accelerating up hmm. such that the ball would hit the floor, right, eventually. Yeah. And it would look to you as if there would w- there was gravity on the space station. It's G-force. Right? Similarly, have you ever seen the planes that go up the, and, and, and you can sort of float in a yeah. zero G? How does that work? Yeah. That works because the plane goes up and then it just drops out of the sky. And so... somebody would naively say that there's still gravity there, right? But the point is that it's in free fall. Free fall, it's, again, there's math and stuff. You could could ask the question, uh, well, if that's really true and I drop an object on the North Pole and one on the South Pole, and I claim that the ground is accelerating toward the object, then shouldn't Earth be like expanding, right? Does that make sense? Always to meet our feet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the point is that it doesn't do that, and the reason it doesn't do that is I haven't figured out a good way to to say this, right? The reason it doesn't do that is because uh space and time are curved, right? So what does that mean? That means take a trampoline or something, take a bowling ball, put it in the center of the trampoline. It curves the trampoline, right? right. You take a marble, you roll it along the trampoline. It's going to follow that curvature. It's going to orbit the bowling ball, hmm. as uh, just this, in the same way that Earth uh, orbits the sun because it follows the curvature of space and
0: time.
2: So yeah,
1: if you dropped an object, it's not the object falling; it's the ground accelerating up.
0: Hmm. I did not even know how to picture that in my own head. I'm just kind of like me
2: jumping in the ground. It's back. called the principle of equivalence. If you want to Google it. And so you said you you've read a lot of um i don't know in their eyes i guess evidence that the earth is flat so what what's the biggest thing to you that stands out where it's like it, it's just it, it where that's just bullshit
1: uh the stars are not lights i mean they are lights but they're not projector lights right <laughs> they're lights in the universe they're stars they're actual objects Other celestial the moon lights. is an actual object yeah. we landed on the moon we have moon rocks, we have dust from Mars,
0: I believe didn't, um, didn't, isn't it uh, India just landed on the moon uh, uh, indeed outside,
2: yeah. Yeah. indeed, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, so that I think would be the biggest thing. The other thing is uh, I forget w- what their claims are, oh, yes um you guys watch Game of Thrones? Yeah. You know the ice wall? Yes. Right? So they say that there's a giant ice wall. Antarctica is the ice wall. Uh, Yeah, Antarctica sort of is along the perimeter of the flat world. Right. Mm. And there's a giant ice wall there that nobody's ever been to, they say. Well, if nobody's ever been to it, how do you know it's
2: there? (laughs) No, Um, they've been to it. They've never gone past it. Or there's an agreement not to go past it that's worldwide. I don't know. Right. Yeah, the agreement is called the frozen tundra. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, it's uh, an entirely absurd thing to believe. Mm-hmm. We figured out the earth is round in ancient Greek times. Yeah. A guy called Eratosthenes, I think, figured it out by looking at shadows and using geometry. It is insulting to the entire scientific enterprise that's ever existed. That's true. Isn't in human it? It's, history. What is it?
0: Is it like 1000 years of human history where oh, the yeah, world just sure. basically understands that the, this is a globe? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, to be
1: fair, it's not a perfect globe, right? It's no. spinning. That means uh the equator, it's bulging it's out. So it kind of looks like a squashed pear almost. That's what they yeah, that, right? that they the said pole. it's it is, pear-shaped and right, anything. exactly. Squish now, it's in. so yeah. it's the Earth is so big that to the extent that it is pear-shaped is heavily suppressed, right? It basically looks like a sphere mm. with slight bulges it bulges out at the center, or at the equators, because mm. it's spinning. Um, but technically, it's not a perfect sphere, mm-hmm. right? Uh, that's because it has been. So, yes, they are wrong. They were just flat-out wrong. Flat-out wrong. What
2: would you flat say... <laughs> I read that they they said that if you're standing at let's say top of the CN Tower sure as far as the eye can see yep or sorry using an, no using even on the ground level with with a, like an advanced telescope yep you should not be able to see I forget what the distance is I think it's like th- 2.6 kilometers yeah you should be basically you should be able to see a curve after like 3 kilometers or something okay and I, they've yeah. And they've, you know, put cameras up to telescopes on ground levels that are shooting flat, where you can see
1: For, far a beyond city,
2: even, I think it was like Chicago, it was a city that was like 70 kilometers away, sure. and you could see it a little bit. So they were, they were proving like, oh, well, that proves it's flat because scientists right. say that you should, there should be a curve, what, what, so I shouldn't be able to see buildings. What
1: could you see of that city? I'm not sure what the city was, but what could you see of that city? Could you see the bases of the buildings? No, I think it's just right. basically like... Right. Thank you. This is what I was going to say. If, 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 yeah, if the Earth right. is really flat, if the Earth is really flat, now I know they have some argument. They, they throw the word perspective out a lot. I don't really know what that means, to be mm. honest. Yeah. Um. If the Earth is really flat, then in principle, I could take a telescope and stand on the CN Tower and see the Great Wall of China because it's yeah. flat. I could just look across the whole yeah. Earth. Yeah. We can't do that because the Earth is not flat. It right. is
0: curved. So in my, in my days in the Navy, too, it was anytime you would see a ship come up on you, whether no matter how far it was, because sometimes you have choppy waves, so it would have to be closer before you see it or sometimes it was further away on commerce seas, right? It always looks like it was a ship rising from the sea itself, right? Yeah. It always comes up, which means that Not it's— Not from your if, eye with— You're looking with the binoculars at with it. Binoculars, with right? binoculars. Right? It'll yeah. go from a point where you can't see it, and then it will rise up. Unless it's, like, really close, and there was, like, fucking fog or something. Right. But for as soon as it's visible, it rises up. Yeah. And that's that's where it comes from. We.
1: Look, the, the, yeah. uh, so, sorry, just just no. uh, just, just to uh, interject. Look, there's a documentary on Netflix called Beyond the Curve, right? This documentary is about these people that believe the Earth is flat. At the end of the documentary, they do an experiment, Oh, I did, right? I've seen a clip of this. Where they have, I think the experiment goes, they have a light, they're shining it through a hole and there's another hole some distance away and the point is that their claim is if you can see... Uh, the light, when the light is held up to their chest then uh what's wh- what 's the claim right the, the The point is they say if you were to hold the light way above your head, that would prove the earth is curved, right whereas if you were to hold it uh, where your chest is, that would you know prove i guess i don 't know the earth is flat or something um, and they did the experiment, and the people P- looking at the light. <laughs> said, where's the light? We can't see it. Why don't you hold it abo- up above your head? And they held it above their, uh, on uh, abo- above their head I- on camera. <laughs> and so they themselves proved that the earth was curved. Yeah. They this them. is um, the height of putting an idea before evidence,
3: right?
2: You're right. It, the best way to describe it is it's, it is insulting. Honestly, especially to people that have put so much time and effort, and then right. you have a group of people that are doing these kind of silly experiments. A
0: thousand years of humans, a thousand.
2: And <laughs> me and Matt both agreed that I think it just comes down to there's a group of people. There's always not a group of people, but there's always people out there where you give them information saying A, they're gonna find B. Mm. Yeah, and if it's released from the now, especially with the lack of trust with government, if government says A. As immediately people, opposite inevitably they will find b they'll and, and i think that's what it is i think that's it's just people that lack trust in the system as a whole and now they just have there's disbelief in everything that's almost ever now, existed
1: now take those people right. and elect them to congress
2: oh, oh boy that's exactly what that's happened. what we have yeah.
1: there are people um in the republican party who believe that joe biden is a communist a communist <laughs> i don't okay. think they understand what that means so the point is that people have to learn how to critical think especially if you want Bingo. to put them into positions of power yeah right and yes that is very much needed in in, in today's world i think
0: you ever heard of uh, graham hancock
1: yeah, you mentioned him last time. Yeah, I I I yeah. have, right? Like J- Joe has mentioned Joe him before. He's right? had Joe. him on the show before, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I really yeah, does he, does, really he good do, does, does he do um any pyramids? Did he talk about the pyramids? Yes. Of, oh, yeah, he's Yeah, yeah, so things. I really want to, uh, yeah, he's to, to got see great, his work. Great books. Yeah, great books, yeah, books, yeah. Yeah, for sure. yeah but,
0: for sure. But he he said it. He goes every every leader of political office should do at least 16 doses of ayahuasca. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's like it it'd be interesting to your feelings more it'd and you're very more conscious as a human being. Be but anyway, on that note, I think we should wrap it up. Mike, thanks for joining us. Thank you, thank you. It's, it's been a pleasure. it's a pleasure. This was a great conversation. Yeah, yeah, we kept it. it. I don't think we kept it light, but we definitely, you know, I don't think monster, it was light at all. <laughs> yeah, but it was great. Monster. It was great. Though. It was great. Those know. are the best conversations. Yeah, it was a real conversation. That's yes. what we do here. Yeah, we appreciate you. Let's journey. be
1: grateful for the world
0: that we live in.
2: It's true. Absolutely. It is still an extraordinary time to be alive. Yes, it that is, is indeed. It is. It, you know, it, it, I think it's easy to find the negative things in life, but I think it's a little bit more difficult to, like you said, to have the gratitude, right? Yes. Sit it's down. Easy to always pinpoint problems. Let's That's put the hard. phone
1: down. Let's look up to the heavens yes. and wonder.
0: Amen. That's, That's a good way to end. Beautiful. Thank you very
3: much, folks. Thank you, sir.